and welcome to the computer game show. I am FIFA 20 cover star Sean Bell <laughs> and I'm joined by Matt Murray. Hello. And the Verminator himself, James Farley. Hey Sean. I mean, Matt, you've properly outdone yourself this time, man. The the for those who haven't seen, those who aren't who don't follow us on Twitter or whatever, Matt has, I believe, with some help from one of his colleagues, oh yeah, definitely, yeah, done some spe- Sean Bell edition box art for FIFA 20 that you can download a, a high quality PDF of and print out. <laughs> Although the game's not actually out yet, is it, FIFA 20? No, no, it, that's not actually not out but until 27th of September. But that's you can fine. put that cover in anything, you know, old FIFA's, yeah, yeah, just do, just, FIFA, yeah. Pez. It's just, yeah, nice, but, just um, nice to have it on the on the hearth or something, you know, just, just exactly, show your yeah. family. Um, yeah, you can go to computergameshow.com slash the journey and download either Xbox or PS4 covers with Sean's um, and potentially Ronaldo's body on, on the front. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say a massive thank you to uh, Joe... Uh, Joe Robinson from work, uh, mm. um, who like we talked about, eight, like it was literally last year to the point where when we opened up the P- well, when we opened up the PSD, it had FIFA 19 on it um, <laughs> because we had this idea so such long, so, you know, so long ago. But yeah, yeah. He, he worked on the cover. He happily sort of gave up his lunchtime to come with me to Smiths to do a little photo shoot, <laughs> and um, yeah, and like and 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 the staff at Smiths were were, were really good sports. You know, like I spoke to the manager there, and I'm like, yeah, just do we need to do replace the covers take pictures and like the start the member of staff like agreed to be in some photos to show me putting <laughs> so I, you know, I don't I don't think you get that in, in game these days I think it had to be Smith. no way yeah I think Definitely I think not. game station as was would, would have would have been alright with it but uh, yeah yeah no, did you, yeah, did you agree any work. kind of cross promotion Matt I mean are we going to be you know like uh, doing this pod and then you're suddenly going to go oh and uh, control is available from, from Smith's I mean, I have always appreciated the fantastic service and, yeah. and incredible prices of Smiths. Code. No, no. I mean, um, I, I, I mentioned in my tweet, like, saying, saying thank you to them for because they're like good sports. But no, there's no, there, there was no deal cut. Um, I mean, that'd be great if every if we can offer everyone a, a discount off for twenty. But no, that's not the case. Yeah. But no, yeah. I mean, we had this idea. I've had this idea for so long, uh, and it turned out. <laughs> It turned out fantastically well. Um, it was, yeah, because obviously we work. talked about it, but I had no idea you were going to go into a shop. Because well, when you what? first showed us the, the, you know, the photos and stuff, I assumed they were photoshopped. Like, oh, he's got just got a picture of a shelf, and no, he's that's like, what you know, I thought as well, yeah, no, yeah, God, yeah, yeah. No, and then no, I no. realised that, it, yeah. yeah, and, I, and I, hope, I hope that's not the case because because I, I, I was thinking, I oh, people might just think of Photoshop. Like, no, I actually, <laughs> I actually, I actually spent. Well, I mean, I spent time printing out thirty covers. Me and Jill were cutting them out. Um, one night last week and then I took the morning to work and then yeah we actually went to Smith did a mini photo shoot had replaced all the covers put other ones back in <laughs> talked to member staff I, I got in to pretend yeah I, I was buying the games both versions of course and of course. Thought, oh, and that, you know, how can you can you put it in the, in a bag and we'll take a shot <laughs> yeah um, but, but they were good sports and yeah and the covers have turned out fantastically well and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased so yeah you can go to the computergameshow.com slash the journey and download your very own Sean Bell edition cover for FIFA 20 or whatever you want really yeah I mean obviously we'll get into the stream stuff at the end but yeah this is because I am finally really excited about uh, streaming <coughs> FIFA the journey well it'll be tonight by the time you hear this if you hear this the day this this comes out um, yeah. it's going to be on Wednesday well it's going to be every Wednesday 9pm um, I'm not waiting for this I've I've spent some time working on my my layouts for the stream, so I'm quite excited about showing those off. I thought you were talking yeah. about formations then, Sean. Yeah, you're like working out. How- no, I still don't know how football works, James. Have you decided on the rules yet? No, because I think you see the thing is right is I was talking to Matt about this the other night, and we you yeah. see I was thinking whether it would be a good idea at some point 
for us mm. to come on stream with you at some point, like okay. so we can sort of interact. But then I yeah, think maybe yeah. maybe for the first night though, I think you should just try and work it all out for yourself. <laughs> I think that'd be more interesting, maybe, uh, to see how yeah. it goes. But uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see you know, how that how it pans wait. out. Can't wait! Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, we're also just another reminder. Still doing a live show on the nineteenth of October at EGX uh, XL this year. Um, it's going to be at three PM on the nineteenth. Um, yeah, just get your tickets at egx.net for that. Yeah, we still need um, to work just... out where the meet is going to be. Uh, so, oh yeah, we haven't sussed that out because to... I don't know if is there anything near XL. It's kind of out in the sticks, isn't yeah, I it? I don't know. Despite I need, being I need to London. I need to find out. So. Um... Should we yeah. do? I know we've we've sort of done like a straw poll before. Like, would people rather we try to do something near the venue or just something back in central London? If anyone listens to this and knows yeah. of a decent venue nearby, hit you know, just hit me up on Twitter at, at mm. Murray or just email the show or something. Just someone suggest something and then we'll we'll, we'll book a room and get just it. Just tell us what to fucking do, please. Yeah, I haven't actually checked uh, around <laughs> the around the venue if there's anything half decent at all. But um, yeah, I was. Okay, we can have cool. the meet on the on the uh, DLR. It's, it's like a mobile meet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll say we're with a fourth carriage down. Uh, just look no, no, we've got to sit at the lights. front because then we can see, we can like, you know, look at the fact that there's no driver because that's, that's point, always yeah. the, the most fun bit being on yeah. the DLR. Just, just look for the uh, the carriage where the lights are off and there's like, there's, you know, there's, there's fog and there's lasers. Some strobes be, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember just, that <laughs> when I was a kid, like my mum yeah. taking me on the DLR and being yeah. all like, look, there's no driver. I didn't see what the... Well, that mattered. It <laughs> not bothered, mum. In a way, yeah, it's, it's, it's no, it's great because when it inevitably runs someone down, you don't have to pay for counselling or anything. Okay. It's fantastic. It's great. It's great efficiency. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, should we have? Should we should have the meeting like Canary Wharf? I think we should do that. Just somewhere. Um, just you know. Some horrible bar or something with a load of bankers in it, and then we'll all rock up. I what, think what's the date of this? Oh, here we go, here we go. Fucking no, no, I just, I just, no, I just, I just don't want to do know that. Date. This is it, starting now. No, I can't, Saturday, I do not know. The, 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 I, day, listen, listen, right. I am coming to this. There's no oh, problem there. Uh, really? I, I don't, but I don't have it like ingrained into my head what date but, it is. But do you have it on the show plan? Have you not got the plan up? Of course, I've got like a. Oh, yeah, I've got that up. Oh, yeah, okay, so 19th October. <laughs> okay, so this is... Okay, so it's about a week before Brexit. So, okay, I was just wondering... Oh, shit. Yeah, I was just wondering how that was going to impact on oh, what so you're thinking. It could, be, a joint, it could be a joint both TCGS me plus Brexit party. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Well, no, because I was thinking if it was well, later... Not the maybe Brexit we... party, a Brexit no, 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 party. No, 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 just, just to clarify, not the Brexit party, just a, <laughs> just a Brexit party. <laughs> exactly. This show is supported by Patreon. Uh, you can head to patreon.com forward slash TCGS and pay us some money and get extra shows and stuff. Um, this month, sorry, this week's patron producers are Alan M. Nash, Steve Garrett and Aaron Patrick. What's in the feedback, Matt? Last week we talked about Stadia because, of course, we did. Joey in Seattle. Uh, and we've got some other feedback, actually. I'll do it all in one big bulk and then we can discuss. Uh, this right. is Joey in Seattle. Hi, boys. In last week's discussion of Stadia's... Um, underwhelming rollout it kept being brought up that the main selling point of stadia is the idea of being able to play anywhere that may be true but it's only part of the potential appeal especially because anywhere only means anywhere with a blazing fast internet connection the potential appeal for me is being able to get a high-end gaming pc experience without having to buy or maintain a high-end pc if i could pay a fee to pay uh, to play 4k 60 frames a second games without ever buying parts or even downloading or updating software that would be great 
all that being said, I can't even play my Xbox on a TV because I'm used to a low latency monitor. So I'm very skeptical latency will be low enough on Stadia to even tempt me. Also, my internet uh, happens to be trash. I have no options. I think Stadia is going to be a disaster. I have no idea what Google's thinking. But the dream of having access to a monster truck computer somewhere else in the US is cool. Pity it. Uh, probably won't work. Love the show. Thank you. Talk about freelance again. No, we're not going to do that, Joe. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on to a little bit of feedback at Stadium and then we'll discuss that. This is Max. Right. Sh- uh, hang on. Spungin? Spungin? Spungin. Great. So Spungin. Just looking to la- listen to the latest discussion on Stadia on this week's episode, and I can't help feeling like you guys are really missing the point. It's not just about portability, as put forward by Matt. It goes more to the heart of the argument James is making with regards to playing games on Stadia versus playing the games on systems he already owns. Well, what happens if you don't already own the hardware? What if you don't want to upgrade to the next generation of hardware? Stadia represents a fundamental disruption in the personal hardware market. I realise you guys are primarily console gamers, but think about what this means for PC gamers. No more investing in the latest high-end graphics card, no need to upgrade your CPU, Google takes care of running all of that. Same goes for consoles. Why buy the latest console from Microsoft or Sony when all you need is a screen and broadband internet service? And Athena, why does Matt think playing Cyberpunk on a phone screen with shit touchscreen controls, unless you buy the £50 controller, is going to be a good experience? <laughs> okay, so a range. A of range opinions. of opinions. Um, so so the I'm, first I'm surprised by this argument that PC players might be up for it. Because I know, that, that blows my mind because, yeah, go on, Sean, you're... Well, because yeah. like, you know, I, so I I'm like I do play games on PC. As I said before, I don't consider myself like a PC gamer as such. Like I'm not, you know, my PC isn't amazing. I do, I, I properly roll my eyes when people you know say they're spending more than eight hundred quid on a PC because to me that just seems <laughs> unnecessary. Um, but that's that is a whole you know massive part of the the PC gaming market. They like spending the money and they like having like top of the range stuff and they like tinkering with it themselves. They like getting yeah. involved. So, you know, to me, that's like going to a car enthusiast and saying, oh, have you seen these self-driving cars? They're going to be way better. You should really like this. Well, no, because people who really like cars like driving cars and like tinkering with them in some cases. And they like they like knowing about the inner workings. Um, it's also, yeah, so, it's, it's the level of control, isn't it? And people love that yeah, about PCs. Yeah. And that's the yeah, thing. Because that- it, yeah, the thing with PCs, like, yeah, like it's it's been that freedom to choose where you buy your games or um or what have you that you don't get with the other formats it's not owned by a a single platform holder i'm sure microsoft would like to change that yeah um like yeah i mean there's always that like as soon as microsoft or anybody like starts sort of like introducing like drm or like locking things down and stuff like Mm -hmm. that in like pc operating systems or even on mac it's the Mm -hmm. same as soon as apple start doing that everyone loses it and just says you can't do that you can't do that this is like the ultimate example of that of like everything (laughs) being locked down and you can't touch anything and yeah. it's already tracking everything you do as well. It's yeah. like more, moreover, like you know, yeah. So I have a PC that I play games on, but I also have the same PC for recording podcasts or editing videos or doing streams. Like it, uh, you know, so a, a PC can do way more stuff than yeah. than Stadia can as well. So yeah, not convinced. But then obviously, you know, the first email we got, like you know, that is certainly an example of someone saying you'd be well up for it for playing, you know, instead of having a high end PC. Um, so anecdotally, that is definitely a thing. But, but, but I think that's just broadly speaking. Like, is it Shadow? I think that's one. And that's there's, true. Like, there's like NVIDIA GeForce Now where you can yeah. do pay I don't like know if they're any good, sub. but yeah. Yeah, I, I've yeah. heard good and bad things. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, those sort of things are available now. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I think you're totally um, right. Like the PC people want control. They want the best. They want the sinker. They want, you know. But so, so this is, yeah, I think it's a yeah. bit of a dumb down experience. And also, I don't think you're going to get, I mean, again, the glory of the PC is that there's so many options available, so many places to play games and yeah. little indie titles here and there. This isn't going to be that for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the disruption from this would have been through, like, how they delivered the games or whatever, in terms of, like, if it was, like, a subscription service or something like that. Don't say that. You'll upset Matt again. I know, but it's true. I mean, (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine with it. But this is the other thing I was thinking about the other other day, is can you think of a single, like, piece of, not hardware, but, yeah, let's call, let's say hardware, that has launched Hmm. without a game, like, without something which has been, that has made people want to buy that? Something to give it a bit of an identity. Yeah, yeah. yeah we talked thought, about this last there's, week. There's not we a years. single. I can't think of a single system that's done that successfully. Like no. none of them have. Yeah, it's I mean, mad, isn't it? You've had. I mean, like even like when Sony got into it, they you know got this whole like, array of new stuff that nobody had seen before. You know, all the yeah, you know, that stuff like um, Shinden and stuff like that to try mm-hmm. and get people in. This yeah. they they've just don't. I mean, I know that they've got these studios that are apparently working on stuff, but. I probably well, would have should have been straight yeah. out of the gate, shouldn't it? It, it should have been. been yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just leaving it. It's just really odd, like to do it this way and just rely. I mean, yeah, it's just odd. It's just it's a very odd strategy to do this, like to not not give people a reason to want to get into this straight away. Is is odd. Yeah. I mean, as the I mean, as that email says, there is the point of like maybe people don't want to upgrade, you know, like to the next generation mm. or whatever. That's fine, and yeah. I mean, I, I completely understand that. But at the moment. Maybe that's an argument for like two years down the line, you know, when there's new stuff that's come out or whatever, you know, new games that are on new systems and they don't want to do that. But at this mm-hmm. stage, all this stuff's coming to everything that people generally already own. It's um, yeah. well, no, I mean, but there's still plenty of people who maybe still on 360 and like they're like, oh, I haven't. Are there? I I, yeah, of course there are. There's hundreds, well, I'm sure there are, but probably um, probably more than you'd think. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I mean, not everyone's got like you know the le- the new. I mean. New Xbox and PS4 and stuff. There are still people who are happy playing. They're not FIFA's new though, are they? They're like five, six years old now. I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm sure, sure there none are of those people... people even going to understand the concept of what Stadia is. Yeah, if they're if they're not bothered they're not... enough. Exactly. No, I, I guess they're to not. To current gen concept. I just I think like just because we have you know PS4 Pros and this and the other that does like a vast majority of people don't. They're happy with maybe yeah. a previous console uh, generation and they're like, oh, you know, do I upgrade? And they aren't going to be upgrading to the next generation but um, I, I see what you mean. They're also probably not the right audience who are thinking, oh, hang mm. on, I'm going to get Google Stadia. Or maybe they are. Who done it? If this is advertised everywhere on YouTube and stuff and it's like, oh, you don't need a big box, you don't need this, so you don't, there's no patches and someone might think, hang on, maybe mm. I will play the new Google console. Yeah, I, plus you, you never know, like two years time, hey, the PS5's out, it's, 500 fucking pounds. I I think that will definitely happen. I mean, like, I'd I'd have to ask myself some questions if that's, you know. um, Yeah, who knows? If the new consoles are less than 400 pounds, that would be incredible. But I can fully Hmm. see them both being 499. Okay, if they're like, say, 400 quid, okay, let's say they're 400 quid or whatever, though. Mm -hmm. Is that, I mean, I'd still rather go for that, though, over Stadia for like 130, whatever, if I know that for certain. It's definitely going to be working properly. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, no, absolutely. There's, there's no contest. Hmm. But, but then, I mean, yeah, so, that, so that's that's the other thing. Like, obviously, yes, when the emails have heard that, like, ah, yeah, but you don't need to buy anything for Stadia. Ah, you still sort of do though, because you need the controller really. And depending on what hardware you've got, you probably, probably need a Chromecast as well. Do you, ah, you, you do need, need the controller. Well, no, though, no, but you? because you can use any <laughs> controller, can't you? Like, can you? Uh, yes. I don't know if you? Can you do that at launch? 
well, I, I don't, I don't know if I, but, but basically the whole idea is you can use any like Bluetooth and or wired like your existing controller. You don't need okay. to buy the new one. But and if also, you've already got one of those controllers, why don't you just play that game on hardware that definitely works? Well, of, of course that's an option, <laughs> but if you have one of the controls, you don't need to buy a £50 one, you can just, and especially with, with iOS 13 that comes out in September, uh, late September, the, uh, iOS will then work with um, Xbox and, and PS4 pads, Bluetooth. Um, mm. and, and they've said that it, those pads work with it. Um, obviously, I'm not sure what the, the, how that interacts with like the phone and stuff, but they've said it works. Um, the pad, I think, is just because it's got like, the unique sort of stadia buttons, which can might go to other menus and stuff. And it, it does look like a fucking nice controller. I'll say that. Oh yeah, nice. it, it does. And, it and great, fifty yeah. quid is not unreasonable. Like you know, we we pay that for controllers now. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah so um, what did you just say? Hmm? I just said like we, you know, fifty quid is not. Oh, 50 like, quid. I thought you said 130 quid for a controller. I was going to say, I'm no, not, no, 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 I'm not paying that. <laughs> <laughs> 130 is nothing. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't expect people to be playing Cyberpunk on a phone screen with touchscreen controls unless you buy the controller to be good. Obviously, I don't. But I do I do expect... Uh, it doesn't matter. We've fucking been nervous. Uh, have we covered everything there? So yeah, don't own a hardware. So. Check. Latency. Check. I think that's covered. That's yep. Stadia. I've still got a pre-order. Um, <laughs> but you're definitely going to get it, Matt. I mean, there's no way that you're not. Well, yeah, going you're, you're determined now. You're just doing it out yeah. of stubbornness. Well, no, I mean, right now I'm at my lowest ebb with Stadia right now. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> launch is like, oh fuck it, you know. It's like I want to be, and I still will be there. But there's, I'm, I'm not. There's no real excitement. I'm just there because day one. But because it's yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I know. You know. I know the we'll, feeling, and it's, we'll and see. it's <laughs> like it's a lot of money for something that might not work. But I can understand the thrill of like. Just wanting to be there, whatever happens. Yeah, and um, I get a Chromecast Ultra out of it at the end of the day and a pad. Yeah, and yeah. great. One of you lucky boys will be my can be my buddy <laughs> for three months of Stadia. Can't wait, mate. Uh, it should be you, James. And then what, ha- what happens after three months? You're like, actually, it's the best thing ever, boys. I'm like, I can't <laughs> Complete believe it. Turnaround. All, I'm all using of my it games every day. I'm buying on this now. Yeah, I've also upgraded like, my phone. Let me O2 offered me an upgrade on my phone. Got Pixel. So uh, <laughs> I'm part of the gang. Got YouTube uh, Prime. That's no, not even the name of it. Does it work? I, so this, I could definitely look this up myself. Does it work with the Pixel 3A, the cheap one? Yes. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> pixel pre-ordered before the end of the. How much? How much is a cheap pixel these days? Uh, so it was four hundred, and I think it's been on offer for like three sixty ish. That's cheaper than a PS Five. Yeah, man. There you go. Get it. That's that. You'll say you're actually making money there. So <laughs> get your pixel orders in now. That is some Murray maths at work. <laughs> right. What else we got? Uh, Stuart Baker uh, as emailed in last week obviously talked about No Man's Sky the fact it's recently had massive update VR etc um, Stuart Baker I'm sending this as a feedback uh, as a reminder it was requested I did so by the show's own Sean Bell read James and his comments on No Man's Sky what James fucking very dismiss- thanks Stuart yeah he really threw me <laughs> the it. James seemed very dismissive about the type of game No Man's Sky has become and used the phrase what's the point when referencing base building busy work and there not really being anything to work towards isn't James's most anticipated game next year the embodiment of this Animal Crossing? James, okay, discuss. can I answer this? Uh, please <laughs> please do. do. It's a nonsense argument, isn't it? I mean, it's a, no- it's, it's a nonsense <laughs> argument because, Why? okay, Animal Crossing is true. It is largely pointless, but you're doing, it in a, you're doing it in a lovely environment with nice characters. 
that yeah. have like you're building a kind of a you know relationships and story and stuff rather mm. the complete indifference coldness of space <laughs> you know which is just inherently depressing so it's saying just, if animal crossing like constantly had like you know a toxic yeah you know like environment that was depleting life support every second i would not be interested in playing that game and all it's, the animals were trying to kill you yeah you, you we, we, we haven't okay. seen new Animal Crossing. That could be. It, it could, could be. Yeah, yeah look at the direction they've gone in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might be incredible. If you don't, you know, weed or if you like, you know, leave loads of food around, there's cockroaches everywhere. It could be incredibly toxic. So, yeah, I don't know. It's I wouldn't, but, I wouldn't yeah. put it past them. So it's, it's all so about. Thinking, it's all about the environment and the world that you're in. And in mm. that, they're trying to create something sort of nice and relaxing. Whereas yeah. No Man's Sky is not that. Like, there's no way you could say it's nice <laughs> and no, really relaxing. Uh, no, it, it totally can be. Depends on the planets you find. The cold indifference of space, Sean. It's just. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you see beautiful yeah, you, planets with amazing. Yeah, sometimes creatures. you like you, you know you get to planets where you're just like, oh fuck, it's it's like 23 degrees C. Mm-hmm. The sky's like fucking purple, and it's just, like it's just fine. Like there are just like totally nice planets. Yeah. So yeah. Not convinced. Go on. Okay. Well, right, it's, it's a shame. Uh, is it just more down to the pastel colours? Yeah. It, okay, yeah. It's pastel colours. Yeah. Um, Thomas at Lumflow42. Kudos to Matt on his Alex Kid stream. A heroic effort. But boy, do Matt's funeral arrangements sound complicated. I think also, I think I counted three beers while happened to cutting back. I mean, it was a bank holiday. And I had three weeks off beer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got bored. Mm. Catching up. Yeah. Mm. And, and the funeral arrangements, you have to listen to Alex Kid stream for that. But... Basically, I want a combination of both uh, burial and cremation and give my body to science. Just to How does hit. that work? I miss this. Well, it basically, I figured, you know, we have uh, we have the head under the, you know, buried. So people right. can go then, you know, because like, people like to talk to graves and stuff. And yeah, then, yeah. you know, science can take whatever it needs. And then whatever's left, we burn <laughs> up. And then we throw, um, I don't know. Over Hang on, I, I think love. they do that anyway. I don't think they science takes what it needs and then they just throw you in a skip. Pretty sure you get incinerated anyway. Okay, cool. No, okay, I thought well. you said that the head was being preserved, like no, Disney no, no, style. That, that was your suggestion <laughs> yeah. to pickle the head or to put yeah. it on Perspex box. No, I'm yeah. just like... Well, I, I found I'm... out... I was on a stag this weekend and, and one of the we, guys... And someone w- died. And uh, <laughs> someone died bodies and burn incredibly quickly. Uh, they, uh, so one of the guys on the stag was an ambulance driver, and apparently they are like trialing, like because um, there's been incidents um, where like someone's, like say someone's fallen in frozen water or whatever, and they've actually survived because basically they were essentially frozen for a bit. Oh, okay, and it's actually okay. extended. The, the <laughs> so even though they've like run out of oxygen and stuff, they basically like yeah. Um, so apparently they are now like trialing that, like how to actually induce that in you know incidents where like someone's had an accident or whatever and they can't do anything on the scene. Wow! So there you just, go. That's just, you know that's within reach. Just 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 get those ice cubes and so we should yeah, freeze yeah. your head, Matt, and then we okay. can. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I just want to hit. I just want to hit all. You know, because I, I hate missing out on anything. So this is like you know, uh, you know, and I want at the end I can say well I've, I've done the cremation thing, the burial thing, and and the science thing. Like because well, what if what if at the end of it someone's like oh hang on you just got cremated that's oh you should have done the the science thing it's brilliant I'm like fuck you know what I'm like you know on games I'm like oh what's the right decision this way I hit all three you're trying to you're trying to min max your death yeah I'm basically <laughs> min maxing death yeah like I, wanna, I, know, I don't want to miss out is there no part of you you want just like put in a shopping trolley and push down a really long hill or something like that I, I guess I didn't think about that I mean or like shot into space yeah um or, yeah, I, I guess the ultimate, the ultimate way to go surely is just um, you know a sports car 
off the Grand Canyon, yeah. you know, off and into the Grand Canyon whilst firing yes. a bazooka. Surely that's the ultimate. That's the dream. That'd be all right. Yeah, it'd be good. But failing that, just the old, um, you know, burn, burn bits, silence the rest, and uh, head in the grieve. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, also, uh, Thomas continues. Uh, read James's declining ratings of the community. It would really <laughs> help if he finally delivered on that breakdancing commitment of this live show. Can he also stop deleting fan correspondence just so we can get to bed early? Thanks. <laughs> Do, do you reckon going on a you bit. should, as a way of apology to the community, James, you could break dance this year? No. But also, I mean, it was going on a bit. It was going on a bit last week, wasn't it? Come on. Well, last week's was good. No, no, it was no, it was good. But then sometimes shorter is better. You know, it's okay. like you lead and is that, more. Okay. Yeah. Um, quantity over no. Yeah, I mean, this this email starts. This isn't for the show, but I'm reading it anyway because it's it's a good recommendation. This Fuck is Nick you, Hanan. Nick Hannon. Nick, thanks, Nick. Fuck you, Hannon, 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 Hannon. This isn't Hannan. for the show. Just a plus one to the recommendations <laughs> you have already gotten for Dragon Quest Builders Two, especially you, Matt and Sean. Matt, Dragon Quest Builders Two is definitely your shit. Farming uh, that I like more than Stardew. Building that's more in depth than Portia, but easier to understand and execute than Minecraft. Doesn't require creativity. I'm not creative, but you can be as creative as you want. Sean, you have a permanent companion like Dragon's Dogma. No, you mm-hmm. don't get c- to customize him, but he does learn along with you like a pawn, and he does say funny stuff. You attack monsters, he attacks them. You chop down trees, <coughs> he starts chopping them with you. You start gathering materials. So does he. Not only do you have that companion, but the townspeople work with you. Mark a field, they'll fill it. Plant some crops, they'll water them. Build a kitchen, and they'll cook the crops. It's got a great pace where as soon as you get sick of a certain task, the townspeople will start to do it for you while you get to do something new and interesting. I know you've got lots of games to play right now, but I can't not recommend Dragon Quest Builders 2. I'm loving it. That sounds that fantastic. Does, I've heard people talk about this game, but I actually don't... I haven't... I haven't even seen what the game's about, so... Um. so well, I played, like, a bit of the first one, and it... It sort of threw me off. It's not the game's fault. It was just my expectations um, in terms of, like, I thought it was, you know, Dragon Quest plus Minecraft. And it was like, it was this whole thing of, like, you had to build, like, specific rooms. So you'd have to, like, place things in, like, a certain layout. Um, whereas the thing I always liked about Minecraft was, like, basically being, like, your own, like, you know, interior designer or architect or whatever. Um and I felt like it sort of took that away. I probably just didn't play enough of it. Um, but yeah, like everything I've heard about too, like it just sounds unbelievable. Like, and I, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I just put a tweet out um, just asking anyone if there's any like likely Game of the Year candidates that I may have missed. And like so many people came back saying Dragon Quest Builders 2. Oh shit, did um, they? Yeah, like it's it's going to have to happen, I think. Oh man, yeah. I I mean, because I've never played a Dragon Quest game. When I heard Dragon Quest Builders, I'm like, well, mm. I... I'm sure that that's the master said Final Fantasy builders. I'm sorry, I'm not really <laughs> gonna not really gonna understand that. I but. mean that would sell. That would sell. So It would. That's never great. You know, I need to yeah, I need to yeah, post I mean, that I, now I to myself before the pod comes out. <laughs> copyright. I, yeah, I don't think you need to worry about not having played a Dragon Quest game because I mean they're like pretty hardcore um JRPGs, whereas this is like pretty different. It's just in so it's in the same world and it's like, you know, same character designs and stuff. Uh, do you um, know is this yeah. on Switch? Yeah, yeah, it is. So that's that's it, isn't oh, it? That's the that, one. That's, it's game over. This yep. We pre-ordered yep. before the end of the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for your recommendation, Nick. I know you said not for the show, but um, maybe other people might <laughs> like my shit is. as much is as Is that I like do. a GDPR uh, breach, do you think? Oh, yeah. right. Well, I, I don't want Nick will delete that email following the show. If he sends a re- an official request. Thanks. 
Um, that's it for follow up and feedback. It's at Computer Game on Twitter if you want to tweet us, or you can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com. Cool. James, do you remember when uh, Man United played Crystal Palace away on the 25th of January 1995? I do, yeah. So it's the one when yeah, Cantona got sent off for kicking, was it Richard Shaw? And then a guy came running down the stands and was shouting racist abuse at Cantona as he walked off and then Cantona retaliated with a flying kick. I'm not doing that to you, Sean, but go on. Well, I was going to say, so yeah, so this week, if you could be Eric Cantona, I will be the Crystal Palace fan and the abuse (laughs) he was shouting is this bit that I'm doing now and then Cantona's foot will be the news, please. Okay. So you want me to kick you with the news? Yes, please. Okay. And, and and it needs to be such a kick that it's basically infamous in in this realm. Obviously, that realm was football. This realm is just the UK podcast scene. So basically, yeah. so so shocking that it, that it sends vibrations <laughs> around the entire UK game and podcast scene of what, yeah. what, what I mean, what's I, happened tonight. Yeah, I mean, I did consider going with David Beckham's fifty-five yard goal against Wimbledon instead. Well, someone's um, done their research, haven't they, James? There's just so many, journey. so many like football things I know that I could oh, just course, you know yeah, pull out definitely. the hat and just use as examples. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the one I went with. So. I presume you've got loads of other stories, haven't you? About yeah, yeah, loads. But don't ask even... me about any of them, please. No, Thank no, you. No, I mean, he I'm hasn't even dug into the Tranmere stuff yet. I mean, it's when he does, bloody hell! Can't shut him up. Anyway. Here is some amazing news. Um, Microsoft contractors have been listening to user audio from, from Xboxes. Oh my god, I'm so shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, th- this has been happening, obviously, like with lots of other companies. Everyone's been at it. And this, but this has been, this is for people that have used Connect or, or Cortana. And mm-hmm. what it was was like a, lo- a load of contractors came forward like anonymously to say that they'd been listening to audio going back as far as 2014. And. I mean, they said that most of the audio was intentional, like, you know, through people saying, hey, Cortana or Xbox on or whatever. But some mm. of it was clearly accidental was the, the yeah. other thing. And you can see how that would happen. I mean, sometimes mm. if, when I say the word, like, if I say seriously, my, like, phone just thinks I'm saying, oh, Siri, hey, Siri. Yeah, 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 for yeah, some yeah. reason. But it does, it does happen sometimes. But yeah. one of the interesting things from this was the contractor said that the stuff on the Xbox wasn't as bad as Skype and Cortana audio from other platforms. Right. Um the, the latter of which he said included material that could clearly be described as phone sex. So that yeah. that was happening quite I mean, a lot. Yeah, Skype is the best platform for that, isn't it? I mean, I'd use Discord because it's much clearer. But. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, but, you can have you know it's easier to get a group together in Discord. Exactly. Yeah. But, just have yeah. channel sex chat and then you know. I've never. Sorry to, to go off topic. I've never understood phone sex. I don't, well, I don't know. We, it's never never appealed. What well, and. Maybe have maybe no I've good just, stuff. Maybe just got no imagination. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I mean, James, um, t- uh, tell him how it works. Just g- give us an example. Why no, I know it that? works. I just. <laughs> I mean, I may have been away from my wife for over a year once, but you know that's oh, still. Uh, yeah, no, 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 that's entirely fair enough, mate. Oh, yeah, it, it didn't. Still, it didn't happen. Though. It's... No, okay. <laughs> this is I trust the Chinese wow. government. Honestly, they're listening to everything. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> oh God. Um, Christ. Okay, well, this, this is weird. So, uh, yeah, sorry. So, go on. so anyway, Jesus. but the thing about it was that the Xbox stuff was actually, according to these contractors, a bit of a welcome respite 
because the stuff that was going on on the other platforms was so horrible a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But they also said it was frequently, like, it says, this is the quote, it says, the Xbox stuff was actually quite as a welcome respite, honestly. It was frequently the same games, same DLCs, same types of commands, such as Xbox, give me all the games for free, or Xbox, download, then, like, newest Minecraft skins pack, or whatever. And this, <laughs> oh, <laughs> said, I love that. I, 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 if, that, if that was like a sort of a hidden command, I mean, obviously that's very obvious. But like, if it's almost like Xbox giving you games for free, and it's like, ding, it's like, oh my god, it works. Like, it's a shame they didn't bring like Easter eggs in. Where if you like, I mean, that's great that someone said, oh, if I talk to Connect, I'll probably get all the games for free, in it? If I just ask him. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they did also make the point, as it is with all of these things, that the audio is supposed to be anonymized, so yeah. you don't know where this is coming from, but. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people probably still aren't going to be very happy about it. I mean, I don't know how you guys think about it. I mean, I'm. It depends because I mean, I, you know, there's that whole thing of like you thinking it. Well, it doesn't matter. You know, everyone's listening to everything or whatever. But I still, it still doesn't make me feel terribly comfortable. Like the idea. No, yeah, it is. It is definitely weird. But then it reminds me of you know the other week when Face App became really popular again, and everyone was going, "Oh, it's stealing your pictures and it's using it for facial recognition." It's like, have you got a Facebook account? Like, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've got some news. Um, I mean, yeah, I've still not watched um, The Great Hack on Netflix. I gather I oh, should. should. Um, but, like, you know, I'm sure I've said on the show before, I've definitely had the experience of, like, having a conversation about something out loud, opening Instagram, and there's an advert for the thing we were talking about. Yeah, but uh, um, that's actually covered in The Great Hack. And, mm-hmm. um, and Is it nonsense? Or is it... Yeah, it, re- but it is nonsense, basically. It's, it basically, okay. what happens is... The, the, they understand you so much because you, you've left so many data points around the web with things you've right. liked, viewed, you know, um, so on and so forth. That basically, the, mm. the, that's just them um, accurately, you know, so they don't even need to listen into. Yeah, yeah. Just so, I mean, like, I think there's a, there's, yeah. a scene, there's a scene that started a great hack where, like, the uh, what the one of the main like guys in, in documentary, he's like teaching a class and said, "How many of you have uh, feel like you've said something and then you see an ad?" on Instagram mm-hmm. for the thing and everyone mm-hmm. puts their hands up and he's like, it okay. is rubbish. It's just that the okay. models are so intelligent with so many that data good. points and everyone. I mean, like, I think fame, I think in the show it said like each person, this company had data point, like 5,000 data points on every single American um, and then those mm-hmm. 5,000 data points can work out whether you're talking about something or have right. are, are looking into something and your intent and whatnot. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's even even more all this is true, and it's like you can't avoid, like to a degree, you can't avoid this. Like in terms yeah. of like, if you want to function on the internet, there are certain things you you know you have to like engage with, really. Mm-hmm. But then I also I do feel that you don't have to feed it though. Like there are things you can yeah. do to make it as minimal as possible. Like, so yeah, that but you don't... every single one of those massive agreements we all signed when we got Gmail, Facebook, and Twitter, no one read it. It's like, have you read the, uh, the agreement? <laughs> yes, true, of but course, I've read those 14 don't... pages. I know, but know. that's true. But again, you don't need to give them, like, keep giving them data, though. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, I mean, I I don't, I try and avoid using Google recently, actually, because of all mm. of this. I just think, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to use, like, DuckDuckGo or whatever. You know, it's maybe they're also doing the same thing, but I still feel there's something you can do to try and like anonymize things slightly not because you know there's anything you're necessarily doing wrong but because you just feel i don't feel it's right for that there's be that level of information on people like being yeah. recorded it's just not great it's a it's like at the moment things are fine but that it could be used in a terrible way like in the future it's 
I think it's just for example, to sway people's uh, opinions on an upcoming vote or an election. Exactly. For example, yeah. Yeah. imagine if that happened. Have you not you seen just try and your footprint? You know, it's that's that's what yeah. I just think about. You can't completely eliminate it; it's impossible. But you can still try and minimize it as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah James, you should definitely. Well, everyone listen to this, and you two should definitely watch The Great Hack on Netflix. It's uh, yeah. It's very, it covers all this. I mean, basically, yeah. I think you're right. Unless you've been, unless you've never really been online, then you're fine. But if you use any online service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically sort of game over, and I think they say in a great hack that basically the people's data is actually worth more than like oil and gold and other yeah. stuff because of the stuff they can do, and yeah. that affects you know that they can um, target certain demographics. No, they don't have to target everyone; just target certain demographics to affect mm-hmm. and change moods and voting intentions and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. In terms of this, I mean, they said that a lot is accidental. That's fine, but I honestly just expect everything I'm saying, like Siri wise or Google you know a home and and so and and and, and i guess uh connect when i was using it i just expect i expect everything to be listened to for testing and improvement i know i know i just expect it it. but it's you can expect it but it's still messed up and it shouldn't be like that because Mm. it can be used in a terrible way this stuff i mean Mm. there's i mean at the moment i mean i was just reading like story again i don't want to keep going back to china but like the way oh, that they use a lot of this stuff is 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 becoming increasingly worrying. Like, I mean, mm. my wife, like Chen, was just showing me earlier on, like this stuff that they're using in classrooms, like they're, that they're trialing, whereby children's faces are being like studied, like constantly by like cameras, and then mm. parents get like alerts like on their phones if the children aren't paying attention in school, like properly. Whoa! And yeah, exactly. I mean, I can send you the stuff. It's fan- it's fascinating. Like the whole the way this works, it's like yeah. they work out like. You know, like if the kid's paying attention, if he's looking like at the like at the teacher properly, all this kind of stuff, and like all this data has been collected on these children, and the parents that have been interviewed about this are fine about it because they think it's great. They're like, oh, it's going to mm-hmm. make my children like study harder in school and stuff like that. But then it's just it's horrendous because it's like what what is that doing to people? Like you know that they're yeah. having they're basically having to spend their entire lives either in school or if this gets like rolled out to the workplace. Then mm-hmm. you've you know you also it's the same thing there where you're basically just performing constantly and you have yeah. no privacy and this is why I think you should push back against this if you can like the of and I, the way I think about doing it is just by not giving it if you if you if you can if you can avoid it and mm. it may be naive to say that you know you that you can avoid it and it that's probably true but I still think you can try I still think it's important to try like to do that yeah just to just to be aware that it is weird. It's yeah. like it's like such a major first step, and to not just be like, well, eh, you know, fuck it. Like, it's quite telling that, like, you know, the Google. I can't remember if the the medium sized one does, but the the Google Home Mini speaker has like a hard switch for the microphone. Yeah, because they they know they know people, people are gonna uncomfortable be like, with it. It's yeah, they know that like if it was just like a push button switch, you'd be like, you'd press it, and you'd be like, well, how do I know? Well, you got not that. Really- <laughs> <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that with like Facebook, where they were talking about like releasing like a Facebook like speaker kind of thing that would like a screen in it? But then oh, yeah, yeah. like a lot of the focus groups were like, no, it's because yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody trusts them already. And like putting something yeah. like that in your home, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's it's horrendous. Like the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. these things can be used for surveillance by, and and they can be used by governments as well if they if they want to, or by corporations, which are just as, as just mm-hmm. as bad, like in the way that yeah. they can sometimes use data. Yep. It's um, eh, if not worse. To, as I said, you can't avoid it, but you can still try and minimise it. I think. Yeah. Now we're going to get a lot of yeah, things I mean, telling that, me I that can't. That said, I mean, reading this about yeah contractors listening to stuff, I think like it, obviously reading the headline, it's as if they were like 
tapping into people's consoles and just like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. I presume these were samples that they were sent to be like, look, yeah, this is what a person so. said. Yeah. Here's how the system, you know, you know, recognized it and passed it, whatever. Um, and trying to, you know, listen to examples and improve the, you know, the speech recognition and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, this so, this wasn't like like yeah like direct to people's machines it's just yeah these yeah, samples. Yeah, yeah. that's how it works i think with like because siri was doing it as well like alexa was doing it you know they're all yeah, yeah. they're all at it yeah, yeah um which isn't an excuse but no. I, like it's not as sinister as it initially appears but it's yeah still mm. horrible i mm. think but you mm. know yeah anyway uh what else do you want some more horrible news yes please, please. oh yeah I okay love that. okay so You've heard of Ion Fury, yeah? I mean, I have now. Yeah. This week. Yeah, go on. So, okay, <laughs> so Ion Fury was this game, I mean, everyone seemed interested in it because it runs off like it's is it the is it, the, it does it run off the build engine? Like the old uh, Duke Nukem Yeah, one. or maybe like a I don't know if it's like slightly modernized or what, but it's certainly yeah, it's like a spiritual a sort of Duke Nukem 3D successor, isn't it in a way? Yeah. And so, and, and the issue actually reviewed really well, didn't it? Like, yeah, I think it's okay. It's like sort of sevens out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. more like a it's a curiosity because it's like especially like yeah. using some other build engine, which is like really ancient mm. by this point, and yep. like at the time didn't even do well. The first iteration didn't even do like polygon stuff. It was all just like sprite based. Yeah, it's just yeah, sprites so all being warped around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so I mean, so that that is kind of interesting, and it was always described this sort of like updated sort of like throwback of like from before. But it turns out the developers also had a bunch of stuff in the game that was pretty horrendous and mm-hmm. terrible. So this was like. There was stuff in the game, but there was also like sexist and transphobic comments that were made by staff in their official Discord. Mm-hmm. And this is like in the yeah the the official Iron Iron Fury one. And then also mm-hmm. they found like homophobic language in Iron Fury itself. Yeah. So initially, the developer Voidpoint replied to this criticism. Do you want to hear their response? Yes. This is this is the full quote. So they said, "We unequivocally uh, apologise uh, for those both those for those comments and language, as well as any pain they have caused the gaming community, particularly women and members of the LGBTQ community. We take full responsibility for any damage that's been done to the relationships we've worked so hard to build." And then they also Fine. said that the staff were going to receive sensitivity training, and they were going to donate money to the Trevor Project, which is like this non-profit. Uh, organization dedicated to suicide prevention in the mm. LGBTQ community. So that sounds good. Like, okay, it seems yep, that they've fine. done something which was probably not great. And you look at the screenshots. I mean, I'm not going to repeat what they got here because it's just what's the point? It's not. It's not great. And mm. but then it does look like they were trying to sort of, uh, you know, say, okay, yeah, hands are hands up. We did something a bit wrong here. However, a bit later, senior this the senior developer. I think his name's Richard. Is it? Um, Gobe, I can't, I can't pronounce that name. Gobe, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he then made a statement on the game Steam page, stating, "We've caused a recent uh, controversy regarding Iron Fury's game content was to be censored. We will absolutely <sighs> not be censoring Iron Fury or any of our other games now or in the future, including but not limited to removing gags such as gaming's most controversial facial wash. We do not support censorship of creative works of any kind and regret our initial decision to alter a sprite in the game instead of trying." Trusting our instincts. 3D Realms and Void Points stand together on this matter. Last but not least, please respect our need to keep our community forums clean from harmful, from hateful messages, spam, or off-topic <laughs> threads. We recognise a mistake and have received your message loud and clear. So, what? I don't understand that. <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean, for fuck's sake. Right. So, 
See, once again, you've got people whining about censorship who have clearly no understanding of what censorship actually is. Yep. Like, the the government is not stepping in and telling you to change the shitty jokes in your game. No, like, this is just, just fans this is responding and telling you that something is bad about the game. If you choose to change it, that's just your creative decision that you you know um choosing not to make in this instance like it would be no more censorship than if people you know responded with feedback saying like the game's too difficult like or you know there were bugs and then you issue a patch to fix them like it's (laughs) like it's just people giving feedback saying we think this sucks would you consider changing it and then you deciding whether or not to change it no one's forcing you to do anything it's not fucking censorship so but they know for like I mean maybe they are just that thick that they genuinely don't know the difference or maybe they're doing it on purpose because they know how a certain corner of the internet gets when the word censorship comes up and yeah. maybe they're trying to whip those people up on purpose um, which would not surprise me um, didn't they I, I, just, I don't know I've not seen this in any news posts but apparently um, they didn't they say something about like oh it was basically the the people doing the PR for the game did that original statement apologising and we don't agree with it or something. Maybe. Um, I mean, but then also, because you know they were getting review bombed as well from yes. people who said they didn't like the censorship or whatever. Yep. So there's obviously clearly like a business reason for why they're doing this. They're just like, oh, we don't want to like lose the awful people I mean, yeah, buying our but game. Like if they just know. come out and said, hello, we're getting review bombed because we tried to do the right thing. Yeah. That would again that you know that that would get the, the, the thing you know, about the review bombing is interesting because um, mm. basically like it, 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 what I think uh, from one of the reports I read today about this is that so many of them reviews are people who have played like 0.1 of an hour of this game they basically yeah. bought it just yeah. so they could review bomb it and yeah. kick off and fight for lack of, you know no censorship and stuff yeah 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 I mean and the, like the jokes themselves which as you know, as James says we won't repeat. They're just absolutely piss weak. I know. Like, that's the other thing. You look at it and you're just like, this is really rubbish. like juvenile. Like, yeah, like really and again, juvenile. this, is, and like, this is what always happens when there's like a, a quote unquote censorship argument. It's like, you can do jokes that are like a bit near the knuckle or whatever if they're like clever enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's when, when the jokes are so shit, it's like, oh no, you, you cared way more about upsetting people than about actually being funny like and that's what makes it so mean-spirited and so unpalatable and just yeah yeah in terms of those so there's basically two one of which they said um was um inaccessible without actually hack unless you hacked the game you couldn't have even found it Mm -hmm. and the person who put it on it was like a developer didn't get approval from anyone else that's the one that have removed the other one is a pun and they're like no we're we're not removing that one so it's like (laughs) sort your like sort sort yourself out it's re- it's a bit of a mess now as well because as it stands like some content has been removed while other bits are still there it seems like mm-hmm. they're not really sure what they're doing anyway with the whole thing mm-hmm. but i mean this i mean this is really depressing but it's like i mean it's not just like this void point i mean this is it, i mean this is here that these 3d realms are like standing behind this as well <laughs> yeah. and it's like that makes me not want to buy 3d realm stuff ever anymore either i mean it's just you what know. are 3d realms anymore well they're not they... yeah they're not doing much are they these days <laughs> but um you know they they used to be you know like yeah. a you know a big deal like they yeah, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff came out of them yeah but um, yeah, it's quite yeah. depressing because when i saw reviews of this like a Two or three weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh, right." So I, I heard this game because this is, wasn't this a game that was called um, Iron Maiden before? 
but yeah. they had to they had to change it because of like you know the copyright from the band. Really so they obvious. changed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah changed it to uh, <laughs> even though it's obviously spelled differently, but it sounded the same. So they changed it to this, and then when I saw the reviews, I'm like, hang on, it's actually reviewed. I thought I thought I saw seven and eights. I was like, okay, this is it's all right actually, and not that I really have any intention to go play it. And now mm. this is like, oh, for fuck, okay. I see. I, I was kind of interested to be honest because I've enjoyed like I I like the build engine stuff from a long time ago. So I was like, oh, there's mm-hmm. a bit of nostalgia there. I thought, but now absolutely not. No interest mm-hmm. in playing this now. It's I mean, just, you know. I'm looking at their their CV, mm-hmm. um, so I can guarantee you. So the last game they put out that you've actually heard of was Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, since okay. then, since then, so they, yeah, so they did Bombshell, which was the you know the game that came before Iron Fury, uh, and then they did Rad Rogers World One, and presumably oh, I love that. That was, love that, that one. Presumably that was meant to be a series that never that never came about. Uh, Graveball Zick, and and then that's it. Um, so well, all, all their good stuff, well, the stuff that they published before, it's all now belongs to Bethesda, doesn't it? It's like yes. it's all their stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm looking exactly, at Wikipedia yeah. and it's got like history, and then like 1.5 legal disputes, 2013 <laughs> to present. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's not a good sign, you know. No, it, no, it's not. Um, but yeah, I just what a load of embarrassing shit. Um, just you know, you almost, you look at a situation like this and you're like, God, I almost wish that you just said right off the bat that you weren't sorry about it. At least that would constitute some sort of actual stance but saying sorry and then going oh actually no we didn't mean to say sorry ha <laughs> like yeah what? Uh, what we the had fuck you there is that? you thought we were sorry yeah um i'm probably still go on that sensitivity training lads just an idea i mm. think you think you think you might benefit from it uh, right what else okay this is like well, i was gonna say this Tell is, is no more depressing news. not gonna be is that uh, all the depressing <laughs> news out of the way uh, I'd, I'd like, yeah, actually, yeah, I think it is. It? Uh, kind of. Uh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> so, no, yeah. The next one, I mean, okay, Mario Kart Tour is coming on the 25th of September now. Yeah. And so mm. there is like a date for it. This is for Android and iOS. And it's going to be free to play and it's going to feature courses. It's got like Rainbow Roads, Luigi's Mansion, Cooper Trooper Beach. But also, it's going to have what they call real world inspired city courses. And right. these are going to be based on New York, Tokyo, and Paris, apparently. And these these are going to be like these are going to be what they call special in-game event courses that will be available during specific times. Oh no! Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, 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 what's wrong with that? I mean, like it's like oh, we've got a Paris weekend, and now the Paris track's open. Like that's I mean, what I, I imagine it's happening. Uh, right? What what's wrong with that is like how many games of. Um, Shit, what was it called? The Splatoon 2 one where you could only yeah, play on certain days. Salmon Run. Yeah. Salmon Run. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, if it just catches you on the wrong weekend or whatever, I don't know. I don't know what the window is going to be like on the special courses. Hopefully, um, it's massive. Um, but yeah, if it's just like this weekend, this course is open, there's a good chance I might just miss it. Um, I mean, yeah. I will definitely download this just out yeah. of like morbid curiosity mostly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's free, isn't it? Yeah. But then also. How is this going to control? Is it going to be just motion controls, or like how are they going to do it? Well, no, I- like it, 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 on on the trailer, basically, like you, you hold your thumb at the bottom of the screen as if it was going to be on the home the home button, and then you basically switch. You like swipe from left to right. With, that sounds with really your, boring. With your finger, mm. your finger kept on the screen. You move it to left and right of the screen to to control. And then when when you okay. get some I mean, I, you on know, the screen, I've you always said like physically the real racing. Oh, sorry, sorry, Matt. No, um, no, that's it. You, you cut out on mine, so I just started rudely talking over you. Um, the the real racing games exist on phones yeah, and I have for them. some time, and they, they control really well. Like they're they're really like they're just very good racing games. I think um, so. It can be done. Um, I just yeah, I don't know. 
It's, yeah, I mean, it, I'm not worried control-wise. Controls, if you look, watch it, there's like a trailer now. It's called like Race Around the World, it's like the launch mm. trailer. It looks fine control-wise. Yeah, you put your thumb on it and play it, uh, obviously, ver- uh, vertically. And control-wise, these things fine. I'm just obviously worried about I was a bit anxious. The- it does the Nintendo's thing of like, you know, in the trailer it says like, this will require a persistent internet connection and all the rest of it. I was yeah. like, oh, why? Oh, it, why? Def- it definitely will, yeah. yeah. Well, doesn't all this stuff, like, you need you well, need. Well, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I'll probably be fine because I'll probably just play it on the toilet at home with the Wi-Fi. Mm. But if I was, you know, if I was commuting on the tube, um, that'd be a nightmare. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I guess yeah, if you're on the tube, yeah. I mean, I, I, when I used to play Fire Emblem a lot on the train, that there's one little, mm-hmm. one little like reception black spot, and yeah. I'll be in the middle of something and it will send me back to the main menu. It's like this is okay. this is terrible. Annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so this doesn't like a game you'll be able to play if you're commuting if it's going to require that. Mm. It's I a mean, shame I, that like we're we're this far into Nintendo's mobile strategy and we're like still just not really convinced at all, are we? Well, there hasn't been like, anything, has there, that's been really, really good. I mean, Mario Run, I really enjoyed. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Like out of the out of the lot they've released, I think it's the best, the best of the bunch. Yeah. But the others have not been. I mean, also this one, it doesn't really explain how this is going to be monetized either. Like it just yeah. says it's it's free to play, but that means there's going to be some way they're making money off this. Yeah. So whatever that is, like timers or I don't know, I doubt it's loot crates, but you know, like whatever they're uh-huh. adding to this. So that's yeah. not great. But then we're not the target market for this, are we? Like at all? Yeah, true. Really. It's like I, I mean, I was just saying, like if if I want to play Mario Kart, I will play like outside. I will play on the Switch version, which is yeah. obviously going to be way better than this. But yeah. maybe this the whole point of this is to try and get people into Nintendo stuff, isn't it? And yeah, true. Maybe yeah, that'll it's work. about getting them on board, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure like their movement or the, their approach to mobile has got loads of new fans. I bet who maybe either don't or can't afford, don't want to buy a Switch, or maybe they never bother with mm. gaming, but they may have like played Doctor Mario or Super mm. Mario Run. So I'm very sure that overall, this all their mobile endeavors will be a, a, a net positive for them. but Well, yeah, and it got you into Fire Emblem as well. Exactly, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, so... definitely less like I would have bought the, the console game. And also, like, I mean, mm. you know, Fire Emblem is one, and I'm sure there's been others where I'm like, oh, I want to get, you know, when it comes out on, whenever whenever a console version of this comes out, I'm buying it because I've loved it so much on the phone. But, I, I mean, maybe it's just me being like an old man, but I'm like, for me, it sort of taints... Nintendo's franchises and like you know they've been themselves so untouchable for so long and they've put so much love and craft into their experiences and then this is like oh you're just like all oh, the rest of them aren't you you just I, 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 it was all nice for Nintendo games just to be on those Seiko consoles and that's mm-hmm. the only place we had to get Nintendo games now it's just like oh let's put them everywhere I know they need to make money I know they're a business at the end of the day and I think ultimately they're probably getting they're probably increasing their audience as a result but mm-hmm. It's a bit like, oh, yeah. I don't know, like all these franchises we've known and loved for years, and it's like let's just reduce them to like a free to play, something to get people to pay more money. I don't know, it's just a bit sad. But um, I think it. I see. I kind of agree with you, but then it's also I just think, as I said before, it's not for us, is it? And it's just like it's quite easy to ignore all this as well. I think really, and just I mean, I I mean in general, I don't really play mobile games at all anymore. I just ignore it as a platform. I don't really have much interest in it because of all like the loot crates and the monetization and free to play and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you can just ignore it because there's there's already more than enough to play like on other stuff, you know, like on Switch and everything. It's um, there are plenty of good phone games that no, don't. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Road, it's just yeah. I'd rather play with a controller, you know, than I would with a touchscreen. Yeah, it's um, you know, 
And you know, yeah, it's with- a shame, really. I, I don't know what what can sort of re-inspire me to get me back into mobile gaming. Maybe nothing will. Apple you know. Arcade, Matt. It's going to be that. <laughs> oh yeah, because the other thing I love about mobile gaming is one. I'm not playing it, but what would get me back into it is paying five pounds a month to play it. That would mm-hmm. really inspire me to. Uh, but you see, to- it's it's sad because when like we when like smartphones first started coming about, you know, in terms of like you know iPhone and like Android stuff, I was really into like mobile stuff. I loved it. I thought it was oh, yeah, fantastic. There was so much good stuff that I played. Well, was in, like, it because it was a novelty at that point? I guess. It, well, no, it was novelty, but also because I mean, visually, a lot of the stuff was good compared with what was out on like you know like uh, DS and stuff like that at the time. Mm-hmm. And there just seemed to be so much potential, and the you know the games were like you know they were cheap, and but then it was like one and done. You just buy it, and there wasn't all like the you know like free to play stuff and all that kind of thing, and it was great. I really really enjoyed it. But then it was just as soon as it started to like tilt towards that. Okay, our game is now like free and everything, and you just have to keep giving money, you know, for like this sort of stuff. And the game mm. started to get redesigned around that, you know, so that it was basically to extract like more cash from you. I just thought, oh, I'm not into this anymore. This is, I'd rather just, I don't know where I am with these anymore. I'd rather mm. just pay some cash and play the game. Yeah. It is such a shame that, like, as you say, there was that whole, it was a good couple of years where it felt like, yeah, like, you know, phone gaming was this whole interesting new frontier and we were yeah. getting stuff like, you know, like Rolando, which was a straight rip of Loco Roco, but it was really it was good. good. Though. It was um, a good game, yeah. You know, like, yeah, like, you know, Cannibal, Zenbound, like all these games where you're just like, oh, fuck, this is great. This is, I mean, like, Cannibal was interesting because it's like, Oh yeah, like a game where you you know it's a, a platformer that works really well by just tapping the screen and nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. But again, that was interesting, and then yeah, just all these fascinating sort of tactile, interesting, cheap games were just coming out of nowhere and making loads of money for the, the developers as well. It was just like this is great, everyone wins forever. This is you know, this is perfect. Um, and then of course inevitably it all had to go to shit. We all became so. like Candy Crush and all that, didn't it? And just yeah. Was like, I mean, like I mean, do you remember like there was like Rocket Cat games who who are making good games now for like yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for like other platforms as well. And it's like mm-hmm. I mean, I remember playing. I think it was was it Wayward Souls like on there, and it was that yeah, was yeah, great. yeah. And um, like Mage Gauntlet, that was also mm-hmm. a very good yeah, game. Yeah, Mage Gauntlet was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just um, they were good. and they did all the super quick hook games as well. Did you play any of those? Oh no, yeah, yeah, they were those. great as well. They were, they were fucking tremendous. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, and like I said, I'm sure that there are good things there that are still that you can play. It's just that I don't feel like I want to explore it anymore because there's mm. just so much content as well on there. And it's like, yeah. you know, finding stuff that's good and all that kind of thing. And I'd mm. rather just play it on, on Switch, you know, to be yeah. honest, because I know that I'm not going to be asked to pay microtransactions. I mean, that's one of the reasons the Switch has done so well with people like us, isn't it? Because yeah. it's it's become that home for portable but good games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we were, you know, we were sort of, you know, obviously the 3DS um, was great, but it was mostly for Nintendo stuff. Like yeah. the indie side of things wasn't quite so well supported. So yeah, it's like the Switch has sort of taken on that that early iOS feel. I think yeah. for a lot of people, it's been terrific. There's just so yeah. much good stuff, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah. yeah, I guess like, the last mobile game I was obsessed with was Pokemon Go. That was last summer, I guess. I was really mm-hmm. massively into that. And then, I guess, mm-hmm. before that, Fire Emblem. But, yeah, it's been a long time. I just don't... I've, I mean, we've covered this, but I just don't really feel that like, inspired to, yeah. to play. Even even that, what's it, the one new one from that game company? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, uh, yeah, we, th- th- this should be the one I'm really into. But when I heard I was coming to consoles, I, I would definitely wait. I want to experience that <laughs> the, in my in, yeah. in, in the you know in the commas the real way. I want to wait till I'm yeah. in front of a big TV, headphones, and a controller. I'm not gonna. I don't want to waste that experience by playing it on my phone. Somewhere. Yeah, because the yes, yeah, so it's Sky. It's called isn't Sky. It? Yeah, um, yeah. So I, yeah, because obviously this has been out 
for a bit and I was going to talk about it on the show but I literally I put like 10 minutes into it but on like the iPad I've got is is pretty old um kindly sent to me by a listener I should say because I was moaning on Twitter about having nothing to read graphic novels on which is but it's perfect for um but playing a, a game that is that has just come out and looks stunning to be fair but it was running it in like this unbelievably low resolution um and I was just like you know I'm just going to wait so, so what you're saying um, is, when you say wait, you mean wait for another listener to send you another iPad? <laughs> yeah, please. If anyone's got like, like this, isn't really come something on, from come this on, year. Um, ideally, yeah, if you anyone's know. got an old iPad uh, lying around, preferably just, 2019 yeah. model. Yeah, just just bang it in. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, America. So, yeah, it was. I was oh, sort right. of like, I'm I'm pleased that I've been able to have a quick shot of it, but I would rather just wait and um and yeah, Definitely. like play it on the PS4 or even just on on my phone. Because um, it's coming to Android as well. Oh, okay, so, right. Yeah, so it's not even on there. Okay. See, yeah. And it, so, and it's interesting that like that game has not had a huge amount of buzz around it. It was like people were posting screenshots on the day it came out, and then I've heard nothing since. And no. I think it's it's just because of that exclusivity. I don't think anyone's really bothered. It's funny yeah. though, isn't it? Because so many companies also, it felt like they saw the initial enthusiasm for mobile like as being like something they need to get in on. But then yeah. by the time they got stuff out that was ready for it, it was kind of like, that's passed now a bit. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's what, I mean, again, that's probably not true at all in the sense yeah. that they probably are making mad cash, you know, like from mm-hmm. the whole thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, it just from the fact that, you know, like whenever like Bethesda did those like conferences and it's like, you know, they say we've got like a mobile game, whatever. And the, the reaction is like, ugh. Exactly. Whereas it's like maybe you know, like two or three years earlier, it would have been a lot more positive. I think, like the response mm-hmm. that people would have had yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it does right. fine. Uh, okay, next story is that Battlefield 5's five versus five competitive mode is being ditched. Um, oh no! Yeah, I thought this would be this would devastate you. Um, mm. So they've cancelled the five versus five mode, and instead they're going to be focusing on what they said is improving what's already there. And Dice also said that players aren't interested in small-scale combat in Battlefield anyway. They just want like the big, large-scale stuff. And Chapter Four of the DLC brought more problems than it that need to be fixed. So that's gone. I mean, do you it's have just, any comment about I this? I mean, it's a shame what happened to Battlefield Five, isn't it? Yeah, what did it's it have another one it. that sort of it's, uh, it just sort of came out and wasn't brilliant, and then has just <laughs> continued to I don't know flounder ever since. It's another 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 EA success story. Um, yeah. Although talking about that, I was wondering what's happened. What happened to that Call of Duty game that came out? You know the one that was like Battle Royale like style one because that was supposed to be good oh, when, uh, when it Black came Ops out. Four or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder 4. how that's. I wonder how that's still doing because you never really hear about it. Well, I never hear really, no. really hear about it. Um, but it had a lot of positive buzz when it first came out. Oh yeah, it, it was it was fantastic when it first came out. It was like a perfect mixture in arcades, and it was really solid. The gunplay was brilliant. Yeah, I absolutely love that. At the time I played a fair bit of that, but BC, if, if I was going to play one of those, I'd play Apex, hands down. So, don't know. Um, I mean, Battlefield added their battle royale mode, didn't they? They did, yeah. I and mean, and they, with a really good trailer, to be fair. Um, yeah. But then again, it it came and went, and I like I didn't even know. It had actually come out because I didn't hear a single person talking about yeah, it. But then I, I, don't I watched really... a bunch of streams yeah. on day one. Um, okay. And people were like, everyone's just saying it's so broken uh, because there's, again, oh, really? lots of things where they hadn't learned from other big players in the space. Oh, and, man. Yeah, so like UI and picking up weapons and swapping them and stuff was just a bit of a mess. But I, mean, I also don't know, don't know. I'm, I'm sure they fixed things now. But mm. uh, yeah, the whole Battlefield thing is just really sad. Because yeah. I love Battlefield 3. Battlefield 4 
I love Battlefield 3 so much. I bought Battlefield 4 digitally on PS4, I guess, at times. Like, this is it. I obviously hammered BF3. I'm going to get BF4 digitally. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it was just such a broken mess at launch. And I just, like, people fell off it. And I just thought, oh, this isn't, this isn't the one. And this one has come out. And, it, you know, it's just no one's really talking about it. I'm sure there is like a really dedicated sort of, you know, audience and sort of player base. Well, because I. Playing this, but it's just yeah. sad that it's not. Not everyone's talking about it like they were in yeah, previous you know, I've, I've mentioned before on the show that there's there's a one of the local dads has like a home office and they they play well they now play Call of Duty every week but they used to be dedicated Battlefield people and then Battlefield Five came out and they were like nah Call of Duty now so they like they they just like switched overnight because mm. Five was was a bit shit um so yeah they're they're now all Black Ops Four people um, you should get them into Apex so I tried mate. Um, and they were like, it was weird. I think because they they were so devoted to Call of Duty, it was like I made them made them play Apex, and they like they could tell it was good, but like every time they got shot or whatever, they were just like, ah, oh, I can't get my head around it. I don't know the controls, and, you know, whatever. And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> um, I thought it was basically the same, but whatever. Um, so yeah, so they, they didn't really get into Apex, which is a shame. What I'd like to do is just take my Switch around and get them all to play like. Towerfall and stuff, but I think that might be a bit too much of a culture shock if if Apex was a struggle for him. We'll go around next um, time and say, guys, you know his PCs, right? Have you heard about Google Stadia? <laughs> <laughs> the days of updating well, would, and buying new graphics I'd, cards are over, my friends. Welcome. Uh, well, they've, they've 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 sort of stopped inviting me, which I think is probably more to, like mostly to do with the fact they didn't go for about two months. Um, oh no, just, just for various reasons, just like you know, obviously, like all the stuff we've taken on with doing the show and stuff, I didn't really have time. Um, and I was sort of like, oh, should I be offended? Probably not. Like, if I'd been a couple of weeks on the trot and then they stopped inviting me, then I'd be upset because <laughs> clearly there'd been an issue. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they probably felt like it was getting weird that I was saying no all the time. So, um, yeah, never mind. Shame. Back to having no mates. Back What's next to, on back the news? Back to Sean, no mates. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, um, I mean, it's sad that they're ditching this mode, but also it's... Mm. Good that they're not feel like they they have to release another mode when they've got other issues they need to fix. So we should applaud them for actually saying look, we're just fixing the problems we've got elsewhere rather than like let's bang another mode in that will have problems mm. and people are kicking off. I mean, or maybe that's just how they're painting it, and actually, really, it's just because there's no real demand for it. Who mm. knows? See, but- I'm just wondering, like, has the market like has the bottom fallen out the market of of this? Like, in terms of like competitive shooters like this, because of Fortnite and everything. Mm. There's just like too many of them, and they, these ones are becoming like real sort of like also rents. I mean, I guess we're not yeah. going to know, are we? Because we can't know what the sales are. I mean, the only thing we can look them. at is say like Twitch, like a uh, number of Twitch streams and viewers and stuff. I mean, like obviously mm. Fortnite is still killing it, and every time they release a new season, yeah, the, the viewers get back up. But yeah, I would love to know like the monthly player counts for yeah Black Ops Four, for Apex, for this, for any other shooter. I mean, I'm very sure Fortnite is towers over a lot of them um yeah it's a tough time if you i mean like if you're a student now you're thinking okay we're going to develop a first person shooter i'm like it's probably not the time for it maybe maybe we Mm. are due like a big like five year or ten year gap and maybe like because you know there's been those games genres in the past where they've like been and gone and like you know obviously like 2d platforms were massive in the 80s 90s and fps games were big when you know when when like plays you know well i guess when xbox 360 started you know come out and those games could actually be delivered in a way that made sense and worked Mm. well but maybe Mm -hmm. we are entering a phase where 
we, where we're, not every game is going to be a first-person shooter anymore because, mm. as, as you said, James, like the, there's I mean, not a new audience or everyone's so focused on Fortnite and maybe one other one that it's just it's just not worth it. It's, it must be such a risk if someone's like, yeah, let's release a first-person shooter in 2019 or 2020. It's like, I don't know. If nah. you're, unless you're like a big franchise, and even the big franchises are struggling. Yeah, mm. I don't know. You've really got to have a unique hook, haven't you? That something different, not just another shooter. I know. Look at Anthem. I mean, look what happened to that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But then, yeah. what if, like, you know, like, do you remember when um, with Battlefield they did Battlefield 1943? You know, the sort of standalone. It was like 15 quid, mm. like two, three maps. That was fucking great, and everyone played that. Like, I wonder yeah. if they just need to scale it down a bit again. But then, obviously, they're at a size now where that would definitely mean laying people off or finding something else for them to do, at least. Mm. Like, it'd be a whole... Yeah. Like, you know, it's just grown to a size where it's like, no, it's, if it's not a 50-quid game, then people are going to have nothing to do. Um, but, is, yeah, I mean, um, like, yeah, I mean, with one of my, one of my um, predictions for E3, or hopes, that there will be like a new bad company game. And like, yeah, yeah. actually feels like a good time for that, maybe. Like, you know, yeah, absolutely, let's get man. away from the competitive stuff. Let's try and create like a, a funny sort of offbeat, different single-player campaign. And, mm. you know, but yeah, but making that as, imagine if they sort of relaunched Bad Company, but as a smaller package with a, a nice old like five to ten hour single-player campaign and wasn't focusing on all the rest of the stuff that bogs mm. them down. And, but can, to be clear, Bad Company still had like amazing multiplayer. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. They, you can have both. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like it I understand has- that you know, I understand the the numbers involved. That like, yeah, you'll play a ten hour campaign once, but then the multiplayer can keep you coming back for months or whatever, and that's where they can make most of their money. But yeah, it was like with Bad Company. Like, yeah, the multiplayer was was brilliant, but it was the the fact that the single player like. People talked about the single player because it had a bit of fucking character and it was quite funny and there were some interesting ideas in the you know the the campaign levels and stuff and then like you know that's what got people talking about it and then a lot of people discovered they actually really enjoyed Battlefield multiplayer which previously had been like a, P- a PC only thing suddenly console players were getting involved because they'd heard about this funny game with you know with a half decent story and half decent campaign and then the multiplayer was like a relative afterthought I think for a lot of people. So yeah, that sort of worked. Um, whether or not that would work again now, I've no idea. Um, I mean, having said is... that, I, I'm still very excited for the new Call of Duty single player campaign. Yeah, I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's fascinating though what's happened to EA this generation. Like absolutely fascinating. It's bizarre, isn't it? It's like you look at all of their. Okay, okay, forget about EA Sports because that stuff is like obviously a you know. Yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that will always be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But their actual, all their other stuff, what has done well? You know, like what do mm. people still play? It's it's kind of sad, really. You know, what's, to what's say nothing of all the games that got binned before they even got to exactly. Get yeah, it's been a really weird generation for them. I mean, it's mm. been yeah. There's just doesn't seem to be that much around. Mm. But there you go. Okay. Mm. Uh, next story is okay. Do you remember before we had the Riot Games thing? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So this was. Sexual, like sort of rampant sexual harassment and people yeah. being bullied in the workplace and all and sorts then there of horrible was the walkout, shit. Um, because yes. of the forced arbitration, yeah, the whole all of oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's been an update. This is just quick mm-hmm. because so basically the lawsuit's been been settled, and mm-hmm. the good thing about it is it says both sides have described the agreement as a strong and fair outcome that will change the studio's culture. 
So right. it seems that everybody's happy uh, with what's okay. happened. The details of the settlement haven't been made public, but in general, it seems that things have gone in the right direction. So that's that's a good thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's just an update on Riot. Uh, cool. Next. Nice. <laughs> There's nothing much to say, is there? Uh, next, we've got. Um, okay, so Uncharted has lost. The film has lost another director. And this was Dan uh, Trachtenberg. He did uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane and Black Mirror. And yeah, he he's... also did that amazing um, uh, Portal short. And he was originally. Oh, fuck. Okay, I basically, him and um, a bunch of other guys were like part of this like, gaming network like ages and ages ago. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to Google it. Yeah, but I mean, people were quite pumped when he joined joined the, the project. Mm-hmm. Well, he's now quit, and he's the fifth one to join and then leave. So that's that's probably not very good. Why is this proving so difficult? Like, I know you know games into movies is not always an easy transition because yeah yeah you know why um, like but the Uncharted games are like basically pretty good films anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like they're so cutscene heavy, and like, and don't get me wrong, like I'm not, you know, I'm not turning my nose up at that because they do that really well. Um, so I don't see what the big problem is. I know you see, like, I saw the Dora the Explorer film this weekend, and it yeah, made it really and it made, it was brilliant, and it yeah. made me think of Uncharted because you just think <laughs> this isn't difficult. Like, same <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's the same same thing. stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. just with yeah, more so, wisecracking. Um, Dan, um, Dan, Dan Trackenberg, I yeah, so he was on a totally rad show where I think actually maybe Jeff Kanata was involved. Um, yeah. also, yeah, he, he, he directed the, uh, Portal No Escape short, which is excellent. The playtest oh, yeah. episode of Black Mirror. And he also directed the series premiere episode of The Boys. So, oh, shit. um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm, and also, yeah, Cloverfield Lane and stuff. But yeah, I remember him, mm-hmm. you know, cause I didn't really watch the totally rad show, but I was very much aware of it. And uh, so when like he started coming up, being an up and coming director, and then his uh, projects get get picked up, and then he got nom- uh, you know uh, attached to this, I was like, okay, this is this is interesting. You know, someone mm-hmm. who sort of feel like you you've watched our content grow and whatnot. But yeah, this feels like a bit of a cursed project, doesn't it? Mm. Like like so many video game movies. But it's as you said, like how, why is this so hard to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just weird. Like you know, when you look at like, the other films that are famously taking a while to get together and going through lots of changes and stuff like like the Akira film for example like obviously that is a film that has got a fair bit of fucking baggage and people are really anxious about touching it and there's been all you know like ah they're trying to westernize it and all the controversy around that um so I can understand why people would be worried about doing that right or just maybe not wanting to do it at all but I don't see what the big problem is with an Uncharted film like I just I don't know yeah, I mean Tom Holland is still attached um, to play a young Nathan Drake. That's that's the plan, apparently. Mm-hmm. And that's fair also, enough. That'd be good. It's also PlayStation Productions is now part of it. You know that oh, they, right. Sony set up that studio to like to do this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's still scheduled to come out next year um, on the eighteenth okay. of December, which seems I mean, very that's specific. Yeah, probably not. No, it's, the thing uh, is, right? Like, is it, like, we all did you guys watch that Nathan Fillion affiliate yeah. um, fan movie? Yeah, I didn't know, but I can imagine that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's exactly fine. as you'd imagine it to be. But uh, for like a fifteen or twenty minute, like little short fan movie, it was brilliant, and I would absolutely watch a feature link version of that. Like, just get them guys to do it. Like, clearly, clearly yeah. they love it enough to just put this thing out there. I mean, I'm Nathan Fillion's like a you know a a, a current well, he is age. Nathan Drake. 
Or yeah, you know, yeah, a present <laughs> might never make brilliant. And Tom Holland is like the, the young one, maybe in flashbacks or whatever. It's like just clearly these guys love the, the you know the actual uh, base material and, and enough to actually do this. It's like mm. yeah, it's I mean, sad. I can see why if it was just a young Nathan Drake in the film and it was Tom Holland, I could see why they would do that because obviously you know the performance in the games is so strong and people identify that so heavily with the character. I can see why they'd want to you know maybe deviate from that in the films mm-hmm. um plus tom holland's good but uh, yeah. yeah have you do you know there's a tom holland film that like might just never come out no watched yeah, yeah, I, was, I watched it uh, yeah. Yeah. i watched the thing about well, maybe he's getting fucking sick of this now this is uh, it's called chaos walking and it's um uh him and oh my god i've forgotten a name who plays ray in star wars daisy no um yeah daisy, daisy ridley Daisy Ridley, thank you. So stars the two of them, and it was filmed like three years ago, and then apparently it fucking sucked. And so they they did everything right. They're like, right, okay, let's get the original. Like it's based on you know a series of books. Right, let's get the original writer of the books in to figure out what's gone wrong here. Let's fix it. Let's do reshoots. And then it turns out Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland are quite fucking busy now. Um, So it's taken three years before they can try and do reshoots. But they're supposed to be teenagers in the film, and they are not teenagers anymore. (laughs) So now, like, <laughs> I don't think that's going to work, is it? Then? Yeah, so like, well, we could reshoot it, but it's going to look really weird. So it's been like 100 million spent on it, and it might just never get finished and never come out. So there you go, bit of trivia. Yeah, that's that's great trivia. Yeah, that's great. fantastic. Okay, do you want the last news story? Yes, please. Uh, yeah, go on. Okay. No, it's only been I mean, this, this, how, how long have we been? It's an hour and 15 minutes. Let's go. It's been quite a long news, actually. There's been quite it's a been lot. quite a long news, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this one's really pointless anyway, but it's... Okay, so over... I mean, it's, I don't even play this game. I mean, but, uh, okay. Overwatch for Switch might have just leaked. Go on. Are you, are okay. you all excited? So this is... An I accessor- am, to be fair. That's, okay. That's good. So this came from an accessory maker called Power A, and they briefly listed a carrying case for the Switch that was Overwatch-themed. And the listing right. said it was officially licensed by Nintendo and Blizzard. Then it was removed. Yeah. And so... Maybe it is going to happen, or maybe it isn't. I don't know. Oh, it I looks mean, really nice as well. I'm just looking at the pictures now. The, yeah, the, the case looked pretty good, actually. I mean, I don't... Yeah. I'm not, it's not something I'm into, but yeah. I guess... I mean, this would be a good thing, though, wouldn't it? Because there isn't anything yeah, like this on Switch, is I'd, there? I'd, I'd fucking love this, because I've been wanting to get back into Overwatch anyway, but as usual, finding the time, mm-hmm. um, it's been a problem, and yeah, this this would be absolutely perfect. I wouldn't even mind if it looked a fair bit worse, as long as it ran all right. Mm-hmm. There's this, yeah, and Apex Legends, I think, would be nice to have on there. And they yeah, might gotcha. even try playing them if they if they were yeah. on there. I mean, they've, they've said Apex is on the way, right? Uh, really? Have they ever made that up? I don't maybe. think so. Uh, I can't remember that off phones, but I think mm. there was maybe talk about that. I don't know. Yeah, but possibly, yeah, I mean, Overwatch but... on Switch, probably been wanting it for a while. Uh, it makes no yeah. sense. It'll be... It'd be amazing if it happened. Uh, yeah, and, and like, obviously, you know, that. so something like Apex, I would... Probably not want to play it handheld just because of the like the sticks on the the Joy Cons. There's not a mm-hmm. lot of uh, height on them, um, so I think that might be a problem. But like Overwatch has got characters that are like, are you bad at shooting? You can play as these guys, and you can contribute in other meaningful ways. Like you don't have to be like pinpoint accurate and stuff. So yeah, I think that would be really cool if that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, some other. Hopefully, is that it for that news story? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Got some minor breaking news. Go on. Uh, the Aladdin and Lion King game remakes are hitting in October. Uh, the original, like, SNES and Genesis versions. Okay. 
I mean, mm. the the Aladdin game on Mega Drive was fucking brilliant. It was. It was. It was a very good game. I did which enjoy is that because I know the SNES and Mega Drive ones were completely different, right? Yeah, and the, some people say the SNES one was better. It really wasn't. It's, okay. uh, yeah, the Mega Drive one is definitely the, the <laughs> And if you disagree, the then we'll fight you for about we'll fight you about it, won't we, James? Lion King though, that wasn't I don't remember that being great. Although I remember playing that on a on a four eight six on Ooh, PC. PC wow. gamer. Mm. Yeah, mate. Hardcore. Don't tell gamer. you my story about playing the Lion King um in a hospital ward when I just had eight teeth removed. Oh my god, no, but please tell. No. Uh so L- basically L- L- yeah, so I had like I'd had so many teeth removed that I had to go to hospital and like be put under for it. Um, I I just have way too many teeth. That's a, a fact about me that you know now. Um, so I had like two procedures to remove loads of teeth from my mouth, and I still a new wisdom tooth emerged when I was like twenty eight. Um, yeah, um, and yeah, and on the ward they had a. So I was on the chill like I was. I must have been like fourteen, fifteen by this point. But I was still on the children's ward, obviously, and they had a snes, and I was like, all right. Bring me that. Let's have a go. What have you got? And they had the Lion King. And I still remembered the level select cheat for the Lion King because you basically on the SNES pad, you just tap out the name Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, um, and then it brings up the cheat menu. And then so I skipped straight to the first level where Simba is an adult. And like one of the nurses walked past and just went, oh my God, Simba's grown up. Because obviously no one in, like she'd ever seen play it in the ward before knew the level select cheat or was good enough to get to that level. So she'd never, yeah, she'd never seen one of the yeah, levels. So you were basically the king level. of that ward, were you? So basically, I was cool as fuck. You were the Lion um, King of that ward. I was the like, Lion look King. What I've yeah. done, boys. Yeah, mate. Um, so yeah, so that was a, that was a good experience. That's you know a bit, bit of self esteem, which obviously you need when you're that age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, wow, so you had to go ho- I mean I had teeth removed to get like braces and stuff in, but I didn't have to yes. go to hospital for it, but you obviously had a lot. I had I had I had big problems, mate. Big problems. I'll tell you about the time I had the roof of my mouth removed. Uh um, not on what? the show. Yep. The, sorry, the roof of your mouth removed? Yes. Fucking hell, okay. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> you know, you, you look back you look back at past medical procedures you've had and you're like, is that legal? Was that <laughs> supposed to do that yeah I mean I've got a lot of questions but I guess I'll save that for another time yeah yeah, yeah, it's fine we'll say it yeah we'll do it at the the EGX meet oh okay wow okay well that's the reason get EGX.net now to get your tickets if you want to hear about the time Sean (laughs) the roof of Sean's mouth was removed (laughs) please buy now get tickets available now 19th of October 3pm yeah 3pm okay that's it for the news that's it uh, right, what have we been playing? Um, looking at the list. I mean, James, do you want to just do yours? Because you've got... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got not a lot. I mean, it's all stuff that's just... It's all done now. This is going to be the yeah. last you're going to have to hear about this on mm-hmm. the matter. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I finished Judgment uh, yeah. last week, and I really enjoyed it. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a bit, maybe a bit too much like Yakuza to be considered like a fresh game, I think. Like it's it's not really it's it's so similar like in so many ways, but I don't think that really matters because the team like the Yakuza team of like they built like Kamarucho has been like improved over and over again with these games and they just keep mm-hmm. adding things, making alterations, and there's enough life in that city I think to like tell lots of other stories and yeah. 
judgment really proves that that like it doesn't it i mean this is something we always thought with like with gta as well is that there could have been like dlc for that or there could have been more stuff iterating on it as they did with gta 4 of just like telling different stories in the city and that's exactly what they've done with this and it really works and apparently sales have been brilliant as well so there may be more of them which is kind of nice and i mean the only problem with it though that i think that there is with with this approach is that they do need to try and... If they're going to try and differentiate this, they need to figure out some other way, like some other sort of core mechanic that isn't just based on combat, I think. Because yeah. that is really going to limit like where you can go with this. Because the other stuff that they've added, like they've added, like, as a detective, you do, like, you trail people and, mm. like, you trap people with drones and stuff, but they're not good. Like, they're, they're the worst <laughs> bits of the game. Like, the trailing stuff in particular is is not fun at all. I really... Mm. Anytime that happened, I hated it. Has that and, ever been good in games? No, I don't think it has. It's... Because, it's, like, obviously, Assassin's Creed is the fucking worst. We're like, oh, follow this guy, but not too closely, but not too yeah. far away. And then, ah... Uh, and it's always it. so artificial, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. you know, they see you or whatever, and it's like, and you just, you look really suspicious while you're doing it as well. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> so it's just, it doesn't work. It doesn't look right. And the drone stuff, I didn't really enjoy that much either because it just, it wasn't very controllable. It was a bit of a mess. But yeah. that's the thing. I mean, in this, the combat is still fun and it's still mm-hmm. really good. And it maybe just about fits in with the sort of the like the detective theme and everything, even mm-hmm. though like this character is like really like as good as like Kiryu like in terms of like fighting skills which feels a bit doesn't feel quite I, I never felt that really felt like completely right and I'm sure mm. that there is another direction they could go with this in terms of like in terms of gameplay that you could do something you know sort of interesting that wasn't just based around like around the fighting but see this is make, this is say, making this sound a lot more negative than I mean it to be because I did really really enjoy this it's just that I think it Probably if they're going to build in different directions, they need to think how they're going to do that. But the atmosphere and the stories in this are still completely spot on, really fun, mm-hmm. really like engaging. And I mean, I see this may even go on my game of the year list because of how much I just loved coming home from work and then putting this on and just living in this other world that was just that. And like by the end of it, it really felt like the characters that you meet, the relationships you build. It's I felt like I knew these people like by the end, like. You know, which you don't. I don't get that very much in games. Like that doesn't happen very mm. like frequently to me, where you actually feel like you're building like real sort of like connections with people. And like when the final credits rolled, I felt really sad. Like, I just felt this is mm-hmm. just this has been great, and I've really enjoyed this. And it hasn't been like this. You know, it hasn't been like a Yakuza focused story necessarily, but there's still been enough there to make it like really entertaining and interesting. It's um. And I, I do also think this is a great place to start for anyone who is interested in this, like in this series, in this world, but doesn't want all the baggage of like what comes with a Yakuza game. Um, you can do this. I mean, it, this took me about thirty-five hours or so, I think, and that was including doing like probably okay. I'd say about eighty percent of the side missions. And that's I, all right. Yeah, and so well, you could manageable. you could you could go through the story like probably in about fifteen to twenty hours, I'd say, like if you if you were just doing it in that way. Um, although I re- the, the side stories are great, and it's it's really that's like part of the thing. I mean, I I messed up because I missed some of them at the beginning, and so right. because I wasn't really concentrating on doing that, and then so I missed out a couple of them. But they a lot of them are really really entertaining and like really great. But it's just such a nice world to live in. Like I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a nice world because it's horrible, obviously, but it's like it's just really so well realized. Like with every release of this, it's like they improve it. Like I find, and mm-hmm. this one has been been a good one. So it's been good. 
I mean, the, the producer is—is is it like Daisuke Sato uh, said that basically? Um, well, there's a quote saying, "From our point of view, judgment has exceeded the sales expectations we had in the West. They are being very good, given the circumstance and exists an insistence on the part of the developer." Um, for innovating and fresh bets, we asked him if to continue. In, basically, they asked him if they were wanting to continue to do more. And they said, We as a team would like to continue working on future installments of the Judgment series. So it's sold really well. They want to do more. Do you think that this game is just. Is is it. I mean, you say it's not that different. Like, do you think they should have uh, differentiated much more from Yakuza to turn into a fully different franchise? Because isn't it a bit weird having this that's incredibly similar to Yakuza? And Yakuza happening at the same time. Do you think it's not a bit of a missed opportunity? That it's um, just more of the same but slightly different. Especially if this now turns into another franchise of mm. games where it's not drastically different from Yakuza. There is, I mean, there is that in terms of the story that's being told, like the core story. But then the interactions that you have with other characters is is a bit. I'd, I'd say it's quite different. Like, and the the sort of the character you're playing at as well is is also different enough to make it interesting compared with with like with Yakuza because you are you're a detective that's trying to sort of like you know get mm. back into that life again which is like quite different but I do think that it is a bit of a missed opportunity in the sense that I think they could differentiate this further and it would still work I think this they I mean I would love to see some stories here from really different perspectives and you, you really could do that I mean if you even if you did one that was based around like the life of like um, like one of the hosts or something in one of the clubs like what you know what sort of life they have you know dealing with like public but then also dealing with like the police but also like you know the organized crime that's going on in the city I mean organized crime is always going to be like a major undercurrent to any of these games because of the way that this city's been constructed but I still think you can probably still uh, tell different stories. The story here is interesting enough and engaging enough for it still to work, but it is skating a line, I think, of just um, of not being quite enough. I'm um, still like different. Mm. But, but you must be pretty excited that there is given now. You know, it's sold so well in the West, and they're hopeful yeah. there's going to be a bit of a franchise. Well, there's that, and there's also like three, four, and five are coming out like soon as well. And yeah. I mean, from what I've heard, like five in particular really does golf in like quite a lot of different directions there's like a whole bunch of like different playable characters but also with the next like i don't know if it's a, i don't know if you call it a mainline one or not the next one that's coming there's going you're going to be able to play as like a woman as well and so there are they are trying things here like they're trying to do different stuff you know to sort of um you know to uh, expand it out a bit i mean there's a really interesting bit in in this game i mean i don't know if i should explain but I think I will like a little bit where you actually play as one of the female characters in this at one point and the localization is really interesting because they try and make it so that you feel what it feels like to have people treating you like in not a good way if you sort of mean and like you know with the comments that men make as you're like walking past and stuff like that and it's mm. it's quite well executed I, I think uh, maybe other people disagree but I thought it was quite well done so there is this room there in this city to be able to do really interesting stories I think and this was a good story it was really interesting I really did enjoy it and I think it proves that you can do more I think you, you could there could be uh, different directions whether they do that or not is another question and I'd imagine they probably will still stay quite conservatively to this format because it's worked so well um, but I still think there, there are so many games around like obviously some people just play one game every single day for hours and hours and things like Warcraft and yeah. World of Warcraft and yeah I guess things like Fortnite but like you could theoretically be like a full time Yakuza slash Judgment <laughs> player with the amount of <laughs> games that yeah. come out <laughs> 
the remakes, the, you got Judgment Now, then like, you know, the new Yakuza games, well, is it getting unveiled soon or um, yeah, it's getting unveiled soon? soon yeah. You've yeah. got like, you got the remakes, then the new Yakuza game will be out, then there'll be like another remake probably, then there'll be an, a Judgment 2. It's just, this, if you could just play these games constantly forever and yeah. you'll I mean, have yeah, so much is, to play. This is why I wonder if it's not such a big problem for a lot of people that Judgment is like barely different. Like, yeah, <laughs> because... Like having played a bit of Zero, um, Yakuza Zero, and like enjoyed it, but I still I feel the weight of the entire series. Like, oh, if I do enjoy this, that's like three hundred hours of my free time gone at least. Um, it's good three hundred like, hours straight away. Like, whereas yeah. part of me is like, ah, but if I just play Judgment, that's just one game. Yeah, and then I'm I'm in on a new thing, and it's not this this you know this huge series that I've, I'm going to have to get invested in. Yeah. So there's just less commitment. There's less of a burden there. Yeah, um, and that's so. Yeah, and I would absolutely recommend sorry. that. That is yeah. that is absolutely like the best way to look at this. Of like, uh-huh. if yeah. you like it, if you played this and you just think, oh, it's it's okay, you know, it's it's fine, then you'll get enjoyment out of this one. But then you don't have to commit like to thinking I've got to play all yeah. of these at all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's why this this does work maybe yeah, in in that way. It's yeah, good though. Yeah. So, so in terms of like a start for all these, you still think zero is the best, but this is like close second. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if you if you want to, if you really are very keen about getting into this series, then zero is the place to go. But I would probably say now, if you're not sure, this is probably a good place to start actually, because mm-hmm. because of the fact that it's like a, a one and done in you know to a degree, and yeah. it does showcase a lot of what the series is about as well. And yeah, uh, you know, so I, I think it would be. Yeah, so it's a good place to start with good characters as well. Although it still it still suffers in the same way that all of these games do, with like a very slow burn start. Like as in, yeah. it's you get that with all of these though. You you have to play for at least sort of like I don't know, I, I can't give a number. It, it depends on on how you feel about that. I mean, I I don't mind that, but a lot of people maybe are not so happy about having to put in like eight hours or whatever before it starts to really like kick off. And uh, but then it does, and then it becomes really good it's um mm. but i mean the reason they do that because it's the it's the slow world building and all that kind of thing which i like that but some people don't but yeah good nice cool um i've also played erica yeah so oh, yes you this have. was a surprise i mean like a good fmv game which yes. is just like, this can, is, it can be done it, yeah it really can and i mean i played this on the stream and i did it in one like in one sitting and it i mean I mean, the story, I think, is reasonably interesting, although it's more simplistic than I, it first appears to be, I feel. But the interactivity is really well executed in this. Like, I mean, you use the touchpad on the PS4 controller, which nothing does, and it felt really nice to use that. <laughs> you just like this is this is nice. Although you could also hook up a phone as well, and you could do it that way. Like you can just okay. like, but it still felt better with the with the um, touchpad. I think because this this started out as a phone and tablet thing didn't it i think so yeah, yeah. and uh, then it yeah then it sort of morphed over to this but it's i mean well, yeah, you, then sony wanted to publish it so guess what it's a ps4 yeah, game it's a ps4 exclusive <laughs> but yeah. yeah but now it's like i mean you use the touchpad i mean you only use it really to make choices but also to do like small interactions like you do things mm-hmm. like wiping something like clean or something or like turning like a like a, a key or something like that it's mm-hmm. really basic stuff but it's yeah. enough to make it feel like you are having some influence on what's going on even though you're probably not really that much yeah. and it's just again i mean i i don't really have much to say about it in terms of like i mean i 
thought the acting was pretty good, particularly mm. after coming from uh, Quantum Break. It was <laughs> it's significantly better than that. I mean, some of it felt a little um, like a CBBC production. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like it, some yeah. Of it, yeah, some of it felt a bit like that, like a bit like a sort of like a TV, a made-for-TV production. But that was okay. But in, I mean, the the lead actress was great. I thought she was, you know, that that was um, she was pretty good. And she story. gave you a retweet, and then presumably regretted it because she undid yeah. it. Again. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I did get a retweet, and then she deleted it. I mean, I'm presumably she watched the stream and then was like, "Yeah, this is went, not oh good. no, yeah, yeah." I went in the chat. I was like, "James, like the lead actress has retweeted this to 26,000 followers," <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Bullshit!" And people, I'm like, "You know, it's happened." And then afterwards, you're like, "It didn't happen, did it?" I was like, oh, "Hang on," and it's like, "Oh no, she has, uh, she has rescinded the retweet. <laughs> <laughs> she saw the content." But also, you've got to consider, right? If I was that, I if I was like an actress or something like that, I would not retweet people streaming stuff. Like, I because no, you never know. Do you? you never know I what they're going to be saying. That. Yeah, like like what they're going to be saying, what they're going to be doing. You know, that like, kind it, of thing. It could have just been that she retweeted it, and then like someone from like the dev team or whatever just got in touch. Like, don't retweet streamers; it's not worth the risk. Yeah, I mean, it's I could have been one or something. You know, I could have seen that one. Well, yeah. no, I was so I was looking at tweets, and I think she was out in because um, she had been in Gamescom. Mm-hmm. She was out in Cologne. She was out posting pictures of like mm. massive floor, like jugs of beer, and then she retweeted our stream. So she's probably like, <laughs> either, like didn't mean to do it. She pressed Whoops. the wrong button, or she was drunk, and then it's like. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, God, how drunk was I last night? We've oh, God, all I retweeted James' stream. Jesus, I was hammered. Yeah. Um, so, this was so uh, Dave will get upset, but uh, Kane and Rint Sound of Play recently had an interview with Austin Wintory, who did the music for this. Oh, okay. um, yeah, famously did the music for Journey, among many other things. Um, and it was really interesting because Leon was asking him, like, oh, well, presumably because it's, you know, an FMV game. Therefore, it was much more like scoring a film with a lot less, you know, sort of mechanics to to consider and stuff. And he's like, well, actually, no, it was a fucking nightmare because um, in terms of like events that happened that actually affect the soundtrack, apparently it's like every 15 seconds there was supposed to be some sort of interaction. Okay. Um, yeah, and he was saying, and most of those had some sort of impact on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it had to fit in like a seamless way. He didn't want any just like this song ends and then this next one starts. Um, and he talks about how you know because because it's supposed to look like a film, like in games, you you shouldn't, but you get away with like if a, like a scene ends or a level ends or whatever, the song just cuts out and then something else plays. Like you would never get away with that in a film. Everyone would think it was awful, so you couldn't get away with that in this because it's much more like a film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's saying, and you know, and most games like you can, you know, compose a song that can pretty much just play, and then it might be like every few minutes there's some sort of interaction that that might sort of mess with it. Whereas this, it was like it was constant, like so you had to compose it in this really sort of granular way. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm quite keen to like I'll probably buy it and play it myself to be honest because it was only like what eight or nine quid. Yeah, it was it was nine quid I think. Yeah, so it, I'd be I'd be tempted to go back and play, like and obviously I watched your your stream, but I'd be tempted to play it myself and just to like have a, a proper listen this time. Yeah, because I mean, um, also I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'd say it was definitely worth like nine quid. Like it was worth mm-hmm. going through that. I mean, I I got I think what is termed like a good ending for it as well, which is probably my first yeah. time ever when I've done a stream because yeah, yeah. normally things go horribly <laughs> wrong. But yeah. um, but yeah, but I I felt very satisfied by the end. You know, with the experience, yeah. I thought it was uh, yeah, it was it was cracking. It was, it was interesting because it, it, it made me think of um, when I streamed Wonder Song. In that, in the beginning, it was all 
like you know everyone was joking and stuff and then by the end like everyone was pretty quiet and it yeah. was because they were just quite involved and they were <laughs> actually really enjoying it um and i think it's it's always really interesting and quite special when a you know a game that you're streaming sort of breaks through that barrier of like i like it being a stream is not the entertaining thing about it like the game has sort of taken the forefront itself mm-hmm. um which doesn't happen all that often so yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's cool I mean, I've been on a run recently of like stuff that I'm actually enjoying streaming, which is good. <laughs> I, like this and Until Dawn have all been yeah. good, and yeah, Until yeah, Dawn yeah. continues to be great. I'm still, yeah. I do you know, I'm becoming convinced that's one of the greatest like games ever. To be honest, you know, Until <laughs> Dawn. Okay. No, in terms of no, in terms of like, in terms of, like horror games, it's it's yeah. it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant because it mm-hmm. does it achieves exactly what it clearly sets out to do, and it's yeah. um very entertaining uh, to play through. Yeah, it's it's mm. going great. Anyway. Cool. The other game I played this week was that I finished uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, hey! So I finished this on Sunday, and I finished this with the Blue Lions. Um, right. And that took me again. That was about probably just over thirty-five hours or so. It's uh-huh. yeah, it was. And I did. I mean, I did. I talked to everybody. Like I did the yep. whole all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I found it a bit of a strange experience overall. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, because on the one hand, there are like a few things that I can pick holes in with this. Yeah. Particularly compared to Awakenings, but yeah. I did find it very compelling, and mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about going through it again with a different house just to see <laughs> how, like, how the story plays out from a different perspective. Because yeah. what I got was very, I yeah, it's very much like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it, was, okay. it was it was very similar to that in in many ways, <laughs> which was interesting. But I would like to see it from the from the other side. But yeah. I do still have kind of a problem with the. Um, like some aspects of this, I mean, like the relationship mm. stuff, which was a big deal in Awakenings, like building those mm. relationships, particularly mm. because of how it ends up with like really like game changing stuff later on, yeah. which yeah makes it. And also, the conversation is just feel largely pointless beyond like stat boosts that you get from it, and yeah, increasing your yeah your whatever they are social yeah support level. Sorry, um, yeah, it's it's just stat boosts. Whereas you know yeah, yeah we we've said on previous episodes like. In Awakening, you'd have these little instances where, like, two people who are really close, um, like they'll they'll go into a, a combat encounter with an enemy or whatever, and like the other character will be there on the battlefield with them and will like add extra hits or block damage or whatever. Whereas this, it's like you have slightly higher avoid rate than before, and there's no there's none of that real sort of interaction and that sort of drama you'd get in those little yeah. you know those little combat sequences. So it's a shame. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, that's the thing, I didn't feel like a deep connection between, like, the people, like, on, mm. you know, that, you know, that on my team. I mean, and yeah. in the sense that some of the interactions they had were very interesting. Like, it was mm-hmm. interesting to see some of the ways some of the characters developed. But some of the stuff, particularly, like, I mean, the romantic relationship stuff, that was completely pointless. Like, it's crap, isn't it? You just, and at the end, it's like, who do you want to marry? It's like, like a lady. And the- <laughs> not necessarily just a lady, Sean. It could be anybody. It yeah, was, well, uh, obviously, obviously, we were playing as dudes, right? Yeah, it still could be anyone, though. But um, no, it couldn't. It's it's very very heteronormative. This game is it? I thought they, I, no, I swear it's not. I thought that you could you could choose others as well. Oh, mine it came so, up man. with others. I could choose. Did it come? Up? Okay, I thought that. So when when I played it, so I yeah, when I first played it as the Lester Alliance, so I playing as a male character. Yeah. The only characters I could have an S rank relationship with were all women. So I assumed. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, had, I mean, clearly you weren't being very nice to the men, Sean. It's, no, it's uh, literally. You can see it when you look at the 
the screen where it shows all your relationships, it shows you how high they can go. Yeah. And they yeah, all the all the men, it was just A rank and that was it. No, some of them I'm sure I'm sure that you can uh, I don't know, maybe okay, some of your characters. just yeah, just not much yeah, LGBT representation sure in the Leicester Alliance. Of of yeah, of of uh, of it not being great in that regard, but I haven't mm-hmm. paid enough to really I'm comment. So, I thought so. that was something else. I I thought this one. I need to look this up because I'm. <laughs> hang on, let's have a look. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm, I'm, a... I'm pretty sure the reports I saw are actually it, it sort of takes you to a certain point. And actually, fundamentally, you, yeah, no, you have it to does, have same no. relationships. It does have same sex relationships. Okay. Yeah, I'll just have a look. It, yeah, it does. Yeah, right, fair enough. That must just be the Leicester Alliance then. Or maybe you just yeah, you were just only talk to the women like, for some no, reason. No, because James, I'm, so, the, I'm not talking about the ratings that I achieved. I'm talking about that it shows you what the maximum possible one is. Yeah, and sure. there were no men with S ranks. Like, I remember noticing that specifically. Sure. So yeah. there you go. No, and like just... it does, it does a good job of like, you know, because because games are also quite rubbish at showing like just men being good mates and actually being supportive of each other and it does a good job of that um but yeah i i so in the yeah the the faction that i played as i was disappointed to see no same-sex relationships available but yeah i'm just having a look at the list the list is Mm. actually it may be because you were playing as leicester alliance because it's got like a a whole list here of like who you can and yeah yeah, i I can only is it golden deer the leicester alliance okay so you've got um Alois. Oh, I see. I see. I never recruited him, so that right, that makes sense. Okay, so there's him, and yeah. that's okay. And okay, the rest of them are all from other houses, so that's yeah. probably why. Yeah, yeah that that makes sense. Why. That's a bit shit, though. If you if that's like a, an option you wanted to pursue, you just happen to pick the wrong house and recruit the wrong people. Yeah, it's uh, Poor, yeah, but kind of is. But yeah, mm. but either way, I mean, it's it's. I enjoyed it, although the combat I still think is too easy on the standard difficulty. And although totally is, yeah. And it's, I mean, I, did, I the only the only time I felt stretched was in the was in the final mission. That was the only mm-hmm. time that I I felt like I was I was, might have to restart, but in, even yeah. that I didn't have to. And the mm-hmm. monastery stuff I think is quite monotonous as well because there's just mm-hmm. not a lot to do there really. But certainly in the second half, yeah, it's relatively sparse. Yeah, because there's <laughs> less people to talk to as well, isn't there? It's just yeah. you know for different yeah. reasons. But I mean, but I still enjoy playing through it and couldn't stop while I was going through. Mm. There was just something compelling about it, despite the fact that there's also a lot of things that I think are kind of not quite right with it. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not- I mean, I've I I am gonna like I might actually trade it in because mm-hmm. I cannot stop playing it. I'm still on my second run, um, and it's just it's just like become my default switch game still like it's just fully like it's just what i put on when i'm not sure what else to play um and i'm just like i'm not gonna get any i think i probably just need to trade it in against um astral chain Mm -hmm. and be done with it because i feel like it's never gonna fucking end because i'm enjoying it that much that i'll probably do this one and then i'll want to do the third house and then mm-hmm. there's like a fourth story path if you make certain decisions and i'm just really like, do you know what? Uh. yeah and i'm just like man do you know what i might just look it all up because I just this is never going to end otherwise so yeah which is, which is yeah i mean obviously I'm, I'm saying that as if it's a negative obviously if i wasn't doing a podcast brilliant this would just be my game that i played forever mm-hmm. um and i'm i'm almost certainly sticking on the game of the year list but yeah um, I, I definitely like even if you're not going to do a full run through I would strongly suggest like just start a second run and put it on the hard difficulty and just do a bit 
and yeah. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by how much more engaging it is. Mm-hmm. As a as a like long time fan of the series, I think you'll get a lot more out of it. Yeah, Which is, like, I mean that's because that's what's happened to me. I'm like, yeah, but this is like I'm yeah okay. I've already played it through once, but I'm enjoying seeing the story from another perspective, and I'm enjoying like getting way more into the combat because it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll put it on my game of the year list. To be honest, uh, mm-hmm. from after. I mean, I can't count on your vote then, James. I don't know. It depends on how this year goes, doesn't it? Really. And <laughs> if you play Judgment, you know, there's lots of. That's lots true. Of going, That's yeah. true. Yeah. Help each other out. Yeah. I mean, Matt, how are you getting on with it? Not to go um, on because I know everyone's sick of hearing. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't Fire played Island. it much this week. Um, fine. Fine. I'm playing other we things. Can move on. That's fine. I was just curious. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. That's all. Oh no! One last thing, just really yep. quickly. I st- I've been playing Little Nightmares as well. Oh yeah. Which is? Have you ever played this, Sean? Is that because you saw the amazing showing on Stadia Connect? You're like, I've got to play the first one before getting on Stadia. Is that what you <laughs> did? Yeah. No. Uh, no. It was it was on sale on uh, on Switch, so I thought I'll try this, and because I've always I, I I think it looks fantastic, like you know, visually and everything. But um, yeah, it's it's fun. It feels a bit like uh, like Limbo or whatever. You know, it's just the mm. Trying to escape, basically, but mm. it looks fantastic. Um, that's all I've got at the moment. Uh, the load times are horrendous, though, on Switch. Like, if you <laughs> if you die, you have to wait. I mean, I nearly started like timing it. It's like it feels like about a minute before it like re reloads. You know, the the scene that you've just been doing. So try not mm-hmm. to die. Um, yeah, because it gets a bit irritating. But it no, seems interesting. Good. I'll have more next week because I hopefully I'll finish it because it's apparently not that long. Cool. Um, I do mine. Um. I've been playing Rad, which is a new Double oh, Fine you? game. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a lot of time for Double Fine. I'm a big fan of pretty much everything they do. Even though, like, I know what the deal is. Like, often, you know, they put out games that are not perfect, um, but they've got ideas, right? And they're just, they're interesting. And I... I like them as people. Like, and I, and I want to support them. Um, and like... Uh, so this game, um, it's not a Tim Schafer one. This is uh, Lee Petty, who, who uh, was the head of this one. So he, uh, like, he did stacking. Have you ever played stacking? Uh, no, I'm familiar, I'm familiar with it, but no. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, man. but yeah, never played it. Oh my god, it's so good. It's again, it's like it's stupid, and it kind of doesn't always work as well as perhaps it should. It's not always brilliantly intuitive, but it's just such a brilliantly weird idea, um, and. Yeah, so I, I I know what the deal is going in with a Double Fine game. Like, it's probably not going to be amazing, but it'll just be interesting at least. Um, but I've not really got on with this. Really? And yeah, and I'm a bit gutted. So it's a roguelike um, sort of, I was going to say dungeon crawly. You spend most of your time like above ground, but it's essentially, yeah, sort of randomly generated environments and you're running around. It's, you know, it's like an action game, like top down. Um you're a kid with a baseball bat in a post post apocalyptic um setting so there's been two apocalypses and um, and basically yeah you you've got this ability to sort of absorb radiation from the enemies you kill which then you know once you reach a certain threshold get like mutates you and gives you new abilities um so pretty standard roguelike stuff you like gaining like random abilities and then some of them will sort of synergize in interesting ways and stuff um and like what's cool is that those abilities are quite drastic and they change like your physical appearance quite a lot so you might get um like you might grow wings or your head might turn into a flaming skull that you can throw at enemies and use as a projectile or um you'll get spider's legs which allow you to burrow underground or you know and and like the idea is that by the end of the game you're like you start out as just like a a kid 
Um, and by the end, you're just this absolutely horrific creature that's like barely recognizable anymore. And that's cool. Um, unfortunately, I absolutely fucking suck at the game and I can barely get past the first boss. Um, and well, I'm obviously- is it that hard or, or what? Do you, do you think it's your shortcomings or the, or the game not being yeah there. i need to see if there's a consensus on this because I, I don't feel like i'm missing anything i just feel like i never like i don't know like i never quite have the tools that i need to like um to just get enough damage out on the boss you know, you know there's like the boss spawns and then there's like you know it's got minions running around and just trying to kill everything in time and not die is just yeah it's really tough um like you have like a dodge ability but it's like it's quite limited and a bit stiff um like you know the the timing of it and stuff just doesn't feel great i don't feel particularly nimble the best run i had was where i got the the wings which let you just like fly up obviously um and you can essentially use that as a dodge and it was way more effective um but um yeah i don't know i've just not it's just not grabbed me at all um which is a shame like it's not even like the thing with double fine games is if nothing else they're usually funny and yeah, it's always got the humour, isn't it? Yeah, but this, I don't know. That's just, I've not laughed at any of this. But, but is it, um, do you feel like it's well-written even without the humour, or does it not even have that? No, no. The only the only bit that did make me laugh um, was it does like a little intro where it's talking about the, you know, sort of the fact that there's been two um, apocalypses, and it was like, and it just starts off by saying, like, the first apocalypse, pretty much everyone now agrees that we had it coming and we totally deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's the one that we'll have to deal with. Um so yeah that, that was pretty funny um but then yeah beyond that like it's gone you know it's got this whole sort of 80s synth wave vibe which it doesn't i don't know doesn't really make any sense and maybe feels a little bit cynical because that stuff's you know stranger things and all that um so i don't know i don't really feel like that works necessarily um i just yeah a bit a bit gutted really just not not grabbed me at all is it because um, it's difficult? Is that has that been the main sort of barrier for you, or is it possibly? Yeah, um, I, I, but like tonally, I've not enjoyed it all that much. Like I've not found the combat particularly engaging. But I could forgive that stuff if I was like going through it and like you know getting like loads of cool new abilities and stuff. But like mm-hmm. because I'm dying before I can even get to the second world, I'm basically getting like one or two major abilities, and that's kind of it. Um, so maybe that stuff gets more interesting if I was actually half decent at the game. Like I should try and put more time into it, but you know when you're just like, I don't know if I'm enjoying this enough to really want yeah. to get particularly good at it. So that's been kind of a shame. What I have been pleasantly surprised with, and I can't believe I'm saying this after <laughs> I just slagged off a double fine game. I've been playing Gears Pop, lads. <laughs> yeah. On the telephone... Mm. I mean, you know, you, you know me. I love my free-to-play phone games. I love Gears of War, and I love about that. the fucking Funko Pop figures. Oh, oh, yeah. You're a target market, aren't you? you really are I can't, can't get enough of them, mate. It is the um, trifecta, isn't it, for you, Sean? It's, it's like the oh, whole yeah, thing. it's the ultimate. It's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's it is Clash Royale. Um, which, if you've not played it, so you have like a, essentially a deck of like ten characters or whatever and then sort of four of those are sort of in your hand at any one time and like um you know there's this play field where you're at the bottom the enemy's at the top and then you've got to get your units to the other side and destroy their shit you have like two turrets and then there's like a character in the middle which is like you um 
and you like you get a point for destroying each one and you've got to end with more points than the other person right so it becomes this game of like oh you see your like power meter is sort of constantly filling up really slowly and each each character has like a cost to summon it so it's got elements of like magic gathering or hearthstone or whatever um and you know in clash royale it was like there was a playing field and you, yeah, you like throw these these units out and you could sort of you know choose sort of where you summon them and stuff um and it was all about figuring out like sort of little formations of units you could put in or like or sort of counter picking like oh the enemy's thrown out like these guys and i know what's good against them so i'll summon them and then and it like you know clash royale was pretty good um for what it was i, I believe there was some cynical stuff with the free-to-play stuff apparently um surely not friend of the show friend of the show kami toma was telling me that apparently it like just waited until you spent some money and then started putting you against like basically then like putting like a fair matchmaking system so previously it would just put you against really easy people or just like ai opponents and then as soon as you spent some money it's like right fine now you're in the proper like oh, really and it, yeah and then it just became really hard um the, as far as I'm aware, this doesn't do. I mean, I haven't spent any money on it yet. What's different about this? So it's, it's the same thing, but with Gears of War characters as Funko Pop figures, if that is the sort of thing you're into. Um, but what's cool is, um, you know, sort of uh, across the playing field, there's like, obviously, it's a Gears of War game. So there's cover, there's little walls. Um, and you'll have certain units that, like, they, you know, they sort of hunker down um in each of these these like bits of cover and then they capture them um and then so if you capture like all the the cover points at like a certain um level on the playing field you can then summon like that like extends the range at which you can summon people so you can start you start capturing those walls you can then start summoning your units like closer to the enemy base yeah yeah that, that, that much and, the battleground can't you yeah 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 um and yeah there's just a really pleasant Mix in so basically right off the bat you get like I don't even remember any of the characters' fucking names. You get Marcus Phoenix, I know him. Um he's just like pretty tough, like really quick at capturing stuff. And then you get like a bog standard like gear soldier who's like kind of shit, but he can capture stuff. And then you get uh what's his name? Cole, the Cole train. Um he doesn't capture points, but he's like a bit tougher. And then you get like a unit which is like three sort of bog standard soldiers who are like you know they all have machine guns but they're piss weak they die really easily so you go through these tutorials and it teaches you like basic tactics stuff so it's like summon cole first because he doesn't do a lot of damage but he's really tough and then summon the three piss weak guys behind him everyone will target cole because he's like a, a tougher unit and the three guys can sort of run behind him and just pick people off as they go and like I mean, the level I'm playing it at, no one seems to have paid attention to that because I'm the only person doing stuff like that and it seems to work really well. Um, and then, you know, you have units like there's someone called, is she called Cat or Kate? I don't know. Um, she just like ignores all enemies, runs to the opposite side and then just shoots at like the turrets or the, you know, uh, the like the main enemy in the middle. So her whole thing is like if you're, if you find that you're like focusing on one side in particular, then it's like, right, well, let's clear that side all the way up and then throw Kate out. And she'll just fucking storm through and take and like blow up, blow up the turret. So just like little things like that. And then obviously, but as you're placing your units and you have all these brilliant plans, the enemy's constantly throwing stuff at you as well. So you're constantly having to adapt and, and think and work around it. Um, and it's it's really good fun. It's really engaging. Um, every match you win, or every time you get like a winning streak, you get a loot crate with you know um, characters in it and stuff. Sometimes it'll be new characters, but if you get um, characters that you've already got. Basically, once you get the same character like enough times, you can then level them up. So it's it all sort of feels worthwhile, even if you get stuff you've already got. Because it's like, well, 
if you get enough of your favorite unit, then you can improve it and make it a bit stronger. Um, and it's got like a co-op mode. Um, I know like people in the, the TCGS Discord have been like getting quite involved and there's actually like quite regular games going on. So you like, you join a clan um, or whatever, a squad, whatever they call it. And yeah, you can just like join games with other people. And so you've got this co-op mode where there's like a really tough enemy at the top and you're both like summoning units in to try and like take it down. It's good. It's good fun. It's. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to spend any money on it. I've not really felt any great need to. I'll probably get bored of it before I do. Um, but yeah, it's for something I thought I would absolutely fucking despise, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I played a surprising amount of Clash Royale when that first came mm-hmm. out, and the, this this seems very very similar. I have played a bit. I mean, I haven't yeah. even got to level two. I mean, I was actually mostly annoyed because I couldn't actually connect to my Xbox Live account. Every oh, time really? I press that, it just has like. Ever, please connect. Please check your internet connection. I've tried on like 4G, yeah. Wi-Fi, everything. It's just that, that's that's that annoyed me. Um, but yeah, the game itself seemed fine. I, I and mean, also like the second you get like a chest or like a you know a, a box to open, um, mm. it, it, it there's like a four-hour timer like immediately. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, have like, to pay and, to unlock the stuff. Obviously, you which, can yeah. like you earn or you can buy these crystals. And, like, uh, depending on how long it's left, you can basically spend these crystals to uh, open the box immediately. But mm. I'm like, just the first box, I've got to wait out for four hours. Why not give me one to open? Or maybe there's maybe one yeah, to open straight away. I suppose but... they want to teach you how the, the, yeah, the unlocking I guess, thing works. Yeah, I mean, a bit, a bit I, I haven't run out of the, the free supply of crystals just for playing the game yet. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Um, so you'll be surprised how, how far that goes, I think. Yeah. Um, but, Have you played this much, yeah. James? I downloaded it. And then opened it, and then I just uh, I don't want to play this. No, so it's fine. It's good. It's oh, I, thought, good. I thought you were playing it for some reason. No, I, yeah, I said I downloaded it, but um, yeah, I mean, I saw the whole like you know how I could buy like loads of crystals and stuff like that, and I thought oh, I don't want to play this, and so I didn't. <laughs> but I mean, it does sound like maybe something sounds like it's all right. Yeah, but with mm. that, James, I mean, like developers have got to make money. Like, yeah, they have, uh, but do, they don't have to make uh, money in that way. There are other yeah, ways. Yeah, to how much do money yeah, but, do they yeah, but, have to make? Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but, that, yeah, but that's, that's that's just how my that's what my thought free-to-play mechanics a lot these days you buy a currency in-game and then use that to buy, do other things in, in, in-game like you shouldn't see that and think oh I'm not, I'm not playing this like well no it's, that's, that's know, fine they can do that but I can also choose to not engage with that if I don't want to and I'm not yeah, going to of course yeah. Yeah, yeah like I, I see what you're saying Matt but I would still prefer paying a set amount of money and then just having a game that's balanced to just reward me with stuff Exactly, because because that is rewarding in and of itself. Not like, oh well, you know, we'll have this whole system where you unlock stuff as you go, but then we'll just make sure there's a curve where the you know you reach a point that when you really like the game, you're not getting new stuff anymore without paying money. <laughs> so, yeah. and yeah. I, and yeah, I, I would obviously much rather just buy a game outright and, and play it and enjoy yeah. it. Um, yeah. But I, I don't I, just because you see this type of like way to make money which is basically in every mobile game because they realize that's the best way to do it yeah like there's probably some good games out there that you're missing out on just because you see like the ability yeah. to put money in to buy currency mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i mean and you know i've put like a good few hours into this now and i've not felt the need to spend any money so fine um the last game i'm going to talk about is heave ho on the switch i believe it's also yes. on pc um, so me. we have yeah you listeners may remember we played this at rest um earlier this year um it was great then it's even better now um so basically uh so imagine a co-op um 2d platformer i guess um but where each player is essentially like a head like a disembodied head but just with two arms sticking out either side with with hands on them and you sort of like it's it's a little bit mount your friends in that you 
Um, yeah, so you're sort of waving these arms around and your control of them is not perfect, but that is by design. And you can grip with either hand. Um, and yeah, obviously the whole point is, you, you know, you try and navigate through these levels where there are big gaps and spikes and shapes dotted around. So you basically, you know, when you're playing it in co-op, um, you get all these situations where you're essentially like all sort of grabbing onto each other. But because the controls are a bit, like I say, you know, a little bit wonky. So one person might get to the edge of a ledge, grab it, and then sort of lower themselves down. And the next person has to like climb down them and grab their lower hand. And then, you know, and then the third person has to do that as well. And you just like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny to look at. Like, never mind to play. Like, even though, you know, it's, like visually it sort of seems quite basic at first there's so many like funny little interactions with the characters that like you know if you're sort of you're climbing down another character and like you accidentally grab their face and they're like their eyes will be like oh fuck it like, <laughs> or whatever um or if you accidentally like swing a hand around and it hits a character it'll go like and do like a little slapping noise and stuff little things like that just don't stop being funny like um it's like proper little slapstick moments it's just proper good um and you'll fuck up all the time and it's hilarious like the amount of times that you know you'll have like three or four of you all like swinging in unison it's like right on the count of three you know when we swing to the right i'm gonna let go with my left hand and then we'll all swing across and then the next person has to grab the next ledge with you or whatever and then you're like right one two three and then you let go with the wrong hand and you just drop everyone else into a fucking chasm and you're <laughs> Like yeah, and it's, but, honestly, it's hilarious, and, and it's just amazing. That's so funny. It is just like yeah, so all try to work out one how to get there, and then once yeah. you've worked out probably the route to get across this chasm, actually yeah. doing it and the light and yeah, everyone being uh, synchronized in their actions, it's brilliant. Yeah, fun. and it's just yeah, you're just constantly like shouting instructions at each other and getting it wrong. But it's like, like I say, it just doesn't stop getting funny. You know, you would think a game like this, you'd be like, you know, half an hour in, you'd be like, okay, we've done funny deaths. Let's just take this seriously now. Like that just never comes. Like it just keeps being hilarious. That's um, great. And they, and you know, and they've added things. So since we played it at rest, um, they've like added little mechanics. Like if one player gets to the end of the level, um, you sort of, you know, there's like a little, essentially like a little basket that you just have to get your character into. And you have to, if you're playing it in co-op, you have to get all the characters in it before you pass the level so if one person reaches the end before everyone else it like underneath it it like drops like a little switch so if you've got to the end before everyone else you can then climb like around sort of underneath this basket grab the switch and then it'll like deploy like a balloon or something to help everyone else out oh that's pretty cool Um, yeah it's really smart because not only does it you know sort of rubber bands it so it brings everyone together again but it also means if you like if you have got to the end for everyone else gives you something to do like it's not just because the switch is always like a little bit out of the way you've got like climb around to get to it um so it's just perfect it means no one's sat around getting frustrated or or whatever yeah that's Um, a nice touch yeah, and it helps you sort of bring up the rear if people are struggling. So that like that's really cool. Because I remember, like, I remember we were playing a res like well, when one of us did get to the end. It's like, well, there's nothing to do over here, and also you probably need my help. So I'm just going exactly. oh, to have to kill myself now so I can join yeah, you. Yeah, you may as well go back to the again. start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, pretty much eliminates that. So it's just yeah, really smart. There's like little mini games between levels that the only one we've seen so far is that like it's like a dancing one. So you have to like position your arms in a certain way. Um, like in time with like this other guy who's like dancing around and you have to like and at first we thought it wasn't working or we're doing something wrong then we realize he's like sometimes he's like clenching one of his fists or pointing or whatever and you have to like match that like what he's doing with his hands as well um that was pretty good fun um there is a single player mode 
Um, but like, because I know people are going to ask us this, I can't stress enough. Don't buy it just for that. Like playing it single player, it's just you just grabbing stuff, moving around. And it's just like, oh, this is kind of just a, like a clunky, slightly annoying platform game. <laughs> but like, you do need to play it with other people, which is kind of a shame because it's local only co-op. Um, but like, yeah, Jesus, like if you've got mates, you can play it with um like honestly this is essential like i can't remember the last time i laughed so hard um playing a game like this like it's it's so good um i don't know when it's out it's not out yet is it it's like this week or next i think um, yeah it's, it's it's very close yeah um obviously as usual it's ideal on the switch because you've got your joy cons and it's a local multiplayer game um but yeah so, no, uh, so on that, when you play on switch you can do it so you can so you can want one joy con each yeah, exactly. Because basically, all that's the controls great. are is like the stick and the two shoulder buttons. Like that's that's pretty much it. Um, is it okay though? So, like, as in, is it? It is. Like, obviously, yeah. Like, if you don't get on with the shoulder buttons on the switch, like you do need, you know, the little clip-on fellas, so that it's easier to use the shoulder buttons. You do need those. Um, and yeah, like it's not ideal, but it it works. And and as I say, because it's a game that sort of thrives on you fucking up. Um, like you don't mind so much that it's yeah um that just using the joy cons may be a little bit difficult um but yeah i absolutely adore this i can't wait like when we all meet up for egx like we're basically just going to play this i think yes well, i'm excited yeah i mean i loved it at res and uh, mm. yeah i'd love to play more mm. cool i don't remember playing yeah. this so i'm quite interested to see how it goes you definitely no, did I mean, I mean you didn't play res because you weren't there oh can't, no. No, you, know, you weren't there were you shit you had a holiday book, James. I did. You were yeah. busy, mate. Mm. Okay. Right, Shall we go into my um, games? <laughs> Matt, yeah, what have you been playing? <laughs> I've been playing um, mostly. Okay, I, I, I played um, Alice Kid in Miracle World. Let's, let's get that out of the way. That was great. Um, me and James streamed that on Sunday night um, for about two hours. Uh, it, it was amazing to play it again, to hear the old sounds, see the old levels, the stuff that so it traumatized me when I was. <laughs> you know, no, I can't quite put an actual day on it, but I, I'm I'm guessing maybe around sort of like nine years old. Um, yeah, it was brilliant. Um, I got to the castle um, in Alice Kid America World. Now, when I was younger, me and my sister played this for hours and hours, weeks and weeks and months and, and literally years. Well, I got to the castle maybe five times, but at the time it felt like I'd been playing for hours to get to the castle. Uh, in real time, one run, it was probably like, what, 25 minutes? James, would you say that? 20 minutes? It's probably less than that. It's probably about 10 minutes if that. (laughs) It's like, if you know what you're doing, 10 minutes to get to the castle. But back in those days, I was like, oh my God, Rachel, my sister, like, we got to the castle. I felt like an absolute trek. Because I, oh no, it's actually not that far. Um, but uh, I haven't played, I'm playing, I'm playing without save states. So once I'm losing my lives, I'm starting again. And, um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm as James and I get stream again this Sunday night from half past eight, and I'm hoping to get it finished. Um, mm-hmm. what, what do you reckon, James? Is that likely? I think you'll do it. Actually, I think the castle may be a bit more difficult than any other parts in the game, but I still think you're probably going to do it because you. I mean, you surprised me. To be honest, you did really well. I was well, very everyone impressed. On, on well, when we announced the stream on like whenever it was like Friday or whenever. I mean, we know, we we talked about it on the show, but when I like tweet about it, everyone's saying, "Oh, look, save states within half an hour. He'll probably quit. Uh, <laughs> no chance. I genuinely don't think he's going to do it. I mean, maybe everyone's just saying because they know what I'm like, and that'll just push me on. But um. Yeah, Evan and yourself included, James yeah. said this is pretty much a pretty much an impossible task. 
Yeah, I I genuinely thought it would be, but yeah, you did very well. I was very impressed. Yeah, I, I honestly but, assumed this was going to be a total disaster. So I've been <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't done it yet, so I, I, there's yeah. still time to struggle. But I, I, I feel like me getting to the castle, I, I know I know what I need to do in Yankin matches. I know what to do generally, unless I, as long as I'm concentrating. So uh, yeah, I can't wait to get back to that. But it was mad just playing this game that I haven't played in, say, 27 years. Um, just mad seeing you know, hearing those sounds again and seeing those levels and the characters, it's just, yeah, it really turned me back. I think the fact that we found out that the rock, paper, scissor matches were not like entirely random, like saved it because if <laughs> they'd have been random every single time, this would have been yeah. a very different experience, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so the first time, if you get it done the first time and those are the same, you're fine. If you fail them, then after that it is random. Um, but now I've written down what the first round of each of these Yanka matches is. After trying and failing, uh, we're we're covered. But uh, yeah, Alex Kid America, the 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 um, the uh, sort of archive of that video is actually on YouTube as well. So be sure to check it out. It's still a brilliant game. The music is still fantastic. Yes. Um, but the game I'm playing most this week is Telling Lies, the new game by Sam oh, Barlow, yeah. who did um, Her Story, of course. Mm. Um, the YouTube both loved Her Story, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Never played, never played it. Oh, oh okay. what? Yeah, I know. I, I, it's one of those. I've wow, I'm had really it, shocked about had that. Had it like you know, bought it years ago. Um, I think I said on the show like it was just one. I was like, oh yeah, this will be a really good one to play with my wife, and it just never, never happened. So I need to just do that. Oh God, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really genuinely shocked. Yeah, it, it, like her story is just a fantastic game. Um, but you saying that about playing with your wife, that, uh, telling lies is also very much a game. I think you can play with with, with, mm-hmm. with a partner or, or friend, or whatever. But yeah, telling lies, um, it's an FMV game, much the same as her story. Um, in her story, you, uh, if I remember correctly, you're basically watching like tapes of someone being interviewed, and you're trying to piece together a story. This is. Um, it's uh, basically it, it, mostly around four four different people. There are other characters as well, but it's mostly around these four people. Mm-hmm. And you um, you take the role of this person who's watching. I think it's like NSA a, a, a stolen NSA database full of right. videos, and those videos are from pills like cameras on their phones, from laptops, from like Skype calls, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you basically got footage that spans over a two year period. Um, and you have that and you have a search box and basically you can search for any term at all and so like the first mm. search term that is basically already in the search box is love you t- mm-hmm. yeah so you do the word the word love is it you press search and i think there's like 30 odd um like results but the system only gives you the first five uh the the earliest five results and basically you start there you you watch these videos and you try and piece together a story by searching other search terms um, and trying to work out exactly what happened. It's a really fascinating game. I mean, if, if you loved her story, this is more the same. It feels it, it feels like a, a much larger... Um, uh, maybe complex is, is, is the wrong word, but because there's more people involved, so it is, it is ultimately going to be a bit more complicated than her story. Um, and all the different characters have their own sort of uh, different story arcs. You think a character is a certain way and then you see more about them or maybe hear about them in another person's like videos and uh, your sort of views of, of them changes significantly. So you have, a char- I'm not really going to tell you all about his people because it's if you tell spoilers, we have a character called Ava, Emma, David and a webcam model. And you search through these videos, you find out what they're about, you find out about them in other videos. It's, it's, it's really fantastic. I, I mean, most of the characters, most of the, the actors 
um, are, are unknown, I think. I mean, I think actually some of them have been like in like US sitcoms or US shows. The, the most the most popular one I imagine, which most people recognize, is um, Angela um, uh, Seraphian, who played Clementine in Westworld. Okay. She was um, with uh, with uh, Tandy Newton. Is mm. like, is is yeah. It, 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 she, she was that character with her, and um, yeah, she plays a webcam model. Um, but yeah, it, it's just fantastic. Like the acting is really, really excellent, and because because um, you're viewing a lot of these videos where someone's looking down at the camera, either like maybe on their phone, or maybe it's it's like a, a Skype conversation on their laptops. You, you do start to like get re- like uh, really un- have like an intimate understanding of these characters, and with all like the different range of emotions and the way the story. Uh, the way the story goes like you see different sides of these people you might think one person is a certain way and then you'll maybe see something from the past or from the future you're like oh wow actually actually this person isn't what i imagine at all um mm. and uh i mean i i'm obviously not going to reveal anything about the story but i was really happy with the uh, really happy with, with, with the way the story sort of ended up i still had absolutely like tons and tons of search terms still in my list in my document I was writing at the time um, but and, but the game had finished at that point but because uh, some people I've seen some people say that I should finish a game in like two to four hours um, mm-hmm. so I think Scientologists and some other people I saw like said okay two to, two to four hours you'll be done okay. and I started on Friday night and I said I'll be done by tonight brilliant but this game probably took me like close to eight or nine hours in the end yeah See, I've seen people saying it's like fifteen to twenty hours you can spend in this. Um, yeah, I mean, wow. I mean, I mean, you can easily spend absolute. I mean, I, I think you probably could spend fifteen twenty hours. I mean, I, I was being incredibly thorough with every single video I was watching. A, any like, location or place or name of someone or anything, I was writing it down on a massive list, and then I'll basically go through every single one of the search terms systematically, and then every other, and then. So I find a new search term, I find a video, I watch that video, all the videos I'm allowed to watch, and those videos in turn have their own search terms. I'll add them all to a list. I mean, I add, I, mm. I think I wrote, I wrote down here, I had like over 500 search terms in my, my doc that I had alongside the game. And then when I finished the game, I still had absolutely shitloads more to get through. At the end of the game, actually, it tells you how many videos you watched. Um, and I actually only watched two thirds of the videos. Um, Jesus. So there's there's a lot more, and uh, I, I can go back in and and find others. But uh, yeah, I was being incredibly thorough. So everything in the video, I was basically noting down, searching, watching those videos. Uh, so maybe you, you probably could uh, like um, mainline it somehow if you maybe found the right search terms. Obviously, the great thing about this game and, and her story as well is that everyone that plays it is going to uh, understand or find out about a story. It's going to unravel in a different order. Because of the way you know, you might find might might um, find certain search terms and find more critical parts of a story earlier on, and that might change your view of a certain character. Whereas other people might not see them at all, or might see them really late on in the day, and they've already uh, formed an opinion of this character. Uh, so, 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 so that stuff is really fascinating. Um, in terms of like bad points, and it's not. Oh, sorry, James, do you have something to say? No, because I was, I was wondering, because you, you played this on um, on PC, yeah? Is that right? Yeah, well, I played it on my Mac, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's both PC and Mac on Steam, yeah. Because I know it's on iOS as well, but would you you still feel that, like, the PC is the way to go? Like, as in, like, does yeah, it feel better? Yeah, I mean, um, better? 
Yeah, so when reviews came out for this, I asked like Chris Schilling what he would recommend, and because because I was debating whether to get it on iOS or not, and he said he said uh, you know PC, and I, I would go the same way. Particularly also because most of the um, videos you watch are people having conversations with their laptops. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, okay. so it, so it just feels right. It just feels right. But yeah. and also the person you're playing who's watching the videos is watching them on a laptop. It just feels like it. I mean, I'm sure you have a great time on iOS, but. I, if I had the choice, I, I, I would I would go sort of PC slash laptop for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could um, see me getting around to it more often if it was on a tablet rather than yeah, yeah, and PC, and, and, but, and yeah, you'll, you'll have a, you'll still have a great time because it's still yeah. it's still it's still a great game. But um, yeah. yeah, if you if you had a choice and, and you read in mind either one, I, I would I'd probably go laptop because it feels more in keeping with the actual story itself. Yeah, no, fair um, yeah so the so story is great. The writing the writing is fantastic, and and the and the performance is really really excellent. And particularly as I said, because it feels so intimate, because they're just talking to to, to their laptop or their screen, they're really looking in your eyes when they're delivering these lines. And yeah, there's some really, really excellent moments. Um, in terms of things that aren't so good, is that the UI is quite clunky. You're in this like sort of fake OS, and, and you know, there's like you can click on some things here and there, but uh, there's also there's like a notes a notes function within the laptop you're on where that search boxes and stuff. And I was like, oh, awesome. Okay, so I can just, like write my notes down here, and then like watch the videos. But when you're watching a video. That you they have the videos are full screen. You can't sort of minimize them in this like mm. in this fake OS. And when you exit a video, you you then like maybe write a note. But if you want to go back to the same place, you have to like save the video, or bookmark it, and write it down. And it's just really clunky. So after the first note, and then it just being really unsatisfying experience to do it that way. I then had another notes app open on my Mac, and I was like swiping between the game <laughs> and the notes, the game and the note. Um, but yeah, um, I, I would absolutely recommend this. It was an excellent, excellent game. I absolutely loved her story. I, f- I think I prefer this more. I think the characters are, are better and, and, and much more complex. It, it goes to really, really interesting places. Um, and yeah, I just I, I, I fully recommend it. I think I think, I think it's brilliant. I, I'm so surprised, Sean, you haven't played her story. You I was going to say, I presume you that. recommend that I still play her story first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean I think her yeah. story is shorter. I can't remember. Yeah, okay. I mean, but yeah, I, I, I start start with her story. Obviously, yeah. there's no no correlation between the two, so yeah. you could start with this, but just play both definitely. But if you've got yeah. her story ready. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would say if you've got a partner, I reckon it's be excellent to play with a partner because you mm-hmm. can both like look at search terms and watch the videos and say, oh, I have, have, how about we search that next or how about we search mm-hmm. this next? Um, cool. So James, you loved her story, I presume, and you're interested yeah. in playing this? I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in playing this. I'm just waiting for a, a time because there's just so much at the moment to get through that, uh, yeah, I was just going to wait for a little bit. But uh, yeah, how, how much yeah. was it? What was the, what was the uh, price? This was like f- um, 15 quid on on Steam. I think about okay. £15. Pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, £1.5, £15. Yeah, I think it's about that. Uh, yeah, I fully recommend it. It's, it's up there with my games of the year. I just, it, it was cool. just, I mean, I mean, the, the, that list is not exhaustive right now because it's been a pretty, pretty slow start to the year. Um, but yeah, it's an excellent, excellent game. I, I love the intimacy you get with these characters because you're really looking in your eyes and the story goes into some really interesting places. And I'm really interested in talking to you about it mm. and once you two have played and finished it. Um, cool. Because it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, uh, I'm excited. It's definitely... Yeah. But yeah, gonna, I, I, but yeah, I mean, like, you may end up playing this game and finishing it in two to three hours or you may be more close to me where it's like nine hours. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I feel like if... I feel like what you've done is probably the yeah the sort of sweet spot in the middle. Like I think I would feel 
as much as I appreciate it when games are short these days, I think I would feel maybe I'd cheated myself a little bit if it was only two to three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. And I, and after I finished it, like you can go back in and I like. Okay. I, I do. I do sort of want to go back in, like find other stuff because I looks like I had like an absolute shitload of. Um, yeah, in fact, actually, so what? Did I, so I wrote down, you know, locations, places, etc. And I was and every and like search terms that want, you know, there weren't words like and and or and you know, yeah. basically actual places I could search. I had a mass. Mm. That list was growing, growing, growing. And you know, with every other video, I'd maybe find some more. And I eventually got through that. And I only really started on the names. I was only like halfway through the names, mm. all the names of the people that I'd heard or referenced, and then the game ended. So and right. arguing the names, I bet are the. Are the part of the game where you probably get the most juicy stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm tempted to sort of go back and say like, at least go through the rest of the names but um mm. yeah it's a bloody brilliant game and uh, sam barlow can do no wrong i'm excited to see i'm excited to see what what what, what the next game is from mm. yeah two from good fmv games yeah, yeah it's What's crazy isn't it? like in the, in the same week. week yeah it's bonkers. what is happening <laughs> yeah did you i mean is that like a sort of a hangover from bandersnatch or is that too like obvious i mean obviously sam barlow did her story prior to bandersnatch Before, so it's not yeah. like bandersnatch invented this genre but it's just mad that two games have come out in the same week it's sort of because obviously yeah when, when you talk about fmv games people remember like the really early like cd shit which was terrible for yeah. a number <laughs> of reasons but like <laughs> um come on mad dog mccree that was uh that was yeah. great um, you can you, know, you can get that on the Wii. Uh-huh. No, no. Uh-huh. I was always tempted to pick that up. Um, but yeah, like, but obviously we're only just at a point where, so you know, like we talked about, you know, Bandersnatch and how it actually, you know, regardless of what you think of the, you know, the story and the whatever point it might be trying to make, on a technical level, it's so smoothly done. Um, the way it hides. Um, you know, it must use like a weird combination of audio and video tracks to sort of seamlessly transition the way it does and to sort of take those decisions into account. Like we're only just figuring that stuff out. So I think yeah. it's, yeah, like it's on the one hand, you sort of think, well, we've had videos for ages. Why is this a problem? But actually having that sort of multi-layered branching thing um, is actually not easy to do. And we're only just getting our heads around it on a technical level, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It's like yeah technically it's something we've had for like 20 years um but it's sort of suddenly becoming this this interesting new thing that we <laughs> that yeah. like people are discovering and, so and, and like the, the model for both her story and and this game telling lies is so simple and clever just hearing mm-hmm. you know watching videos finding search terms and those they link to other ones and yeah it's yeah. such a simple mechanic but it's just so clever and you know you're constantly writing down notes and trying to piece together the story based on what you know and then you watch another video and it's like oh no this actually this is totally different and obviously over a two-year period yeah you like say so can I'm watching this video straight away now. That person looks different or done this. Now, has that right. happened already or not? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 really fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should. I, I recommend it to everyone for sure. Brilliant. Yeah, cool. And that's it. Uh, and I start. I'm about an hour or so into Control. Um, oh yeah. Which I started playing tonight. I've got nothing really to say about that, but I'm definitely have more uh, for next week's show. Um, it's a fucking expensive week. This isn't it. I, I got I crazy. Thought I was... Yeah, like all these reviews. Like there's yeah. Control did. Uh, for me, like surprisingly well. I mean, I I didn't really have any uh, ideas about how it'd do, but you know, a lot of people seem to think that's a very good game. So I jumped mm-hmm. on Control, and then obviously Astral Chain has reviewed incredibly well. That's how yep. at the end of the week. Yep. Wreckfest got recommended on Eurogamer, which is like oh, the Destruction it? Derby good. sort of um, yeah, yeah, yeah. spiritual sequel. Knights and Bikes got recommended. Mm-hmm. It's that, I mean, I mean, uh, Erica obviously last week 
it's uh yeah like I mean, I game seasons like, i was gonna say how has this started in fucking august know, they normally wait till like october before this shit kicks off well if it's like this now for until the end of the year we're, we're exactly because we'll obviously bankrupt. in september zelda's out and man and madonna's out and yeah. other things uh yeah. demon x machina's next month oh, i yeah, think Mexican, yeah. as well which i know that's that's just a me thing but i'm <laughs> No, it's yeah, it's, uh, it. it's gonna be expensive all the time. Especially, yeah. I mean, like so many games recommended and you know essential stuff in your game. It's like, oh god. Well, this is because this this is what is is really sad. Is we're already at that point where yeah, so a game comes out and you sort part of you is like, I sort of hope it's rubbish because <laughs> then I won't have to think about <laughs> yeah, how I'm gonna buy it. There's a relief for sure. Like it's, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I need to get more savvy about buying things physically and trading them back in as well. Like I think. And like, like you know, we we all sort of said today, like control, it would be a good one to do that because it is just like a linear sort of nine ten hour thing. Um, like yeah, that, yeah that. that's, that's my plan. I'm basically yeah. I've heard ten, yeah, you know, nine to say twelve hour game. Okay. Hopefully, hammer that this week and then yeah. pre and pie except for Astral Chain on Friday yeah, or yeah, yeah. Next, next week. But yeah, totally. yeah, I'm excited to try. I mean, like so far, it looks gorgeous. Uh, control mm. and um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad, like because remedy of. <sighs> No, I don't know. Like, I, I want to say they, they have like a patchy CV. That's not entirely fair. Like, I know. Um, I don't know. Geez, I'd say it's pretty fair. I was gonna, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, I've forgotten the name of the one you, you streamed. Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Yeah, Quantum yeah. Break. So, that was, yeah. so everyone agreed that was basically not brilliant. And then you had like Alan Wake, which, you know, sort of good. review wise was like, yeah, it's pretty good. But there are like, you know, it's like it's got some real hardcore fans who, who like mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. Um, Obviously, Max Payne was great. Um, so yeah, I'm I, I'm really glad for them to just have like a full on hit for once. Well, I hope I, mean, I hope I assume it sells. I think I'm pretty sure it will, given that we're coming out of the summer drought. I think people are desperate for yeah, um, just like a proper little palate cleanser like that. So yeah, fingers crossed. But yeah, and then the reviews have been absolutely stunning, like you're saying, Matt. Um, yeah. So yeah, excited. Uh, d- James, did you read that uh, that Eurogamer piece? Um, no, about the one on Quantum Break. Remedy's most fascinating work to date. Yeah, I, I, that well, that, that you see that when I read, the, well, I didn't read it, but when I saw that headline, I was just like, oh, that makes me much less interested in control if if the same person's <laughs> played both because it's like it's it's not a great game like Quantum Break. It really no, no, is. That headline doesn't say it's an incredible game. It says it's fascinating. So uh, you, mm. you should read that. It's it's, it's an interesting yeah, piece. I should read it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right, emails. Okay, um, if you want to email us, it's uh, podcast at the computer game show.com. Stuart W., uh, he says, Have any of you ever tried to get someone into gaming who didn't like it? Partners, parents, colleagues, etc. If so, what games did you choose? Uh, why those games and how did it work out? Uh, keep up the great show. I don't do I, this. I try. Yeah, and- me neither really these days. Like, I'll, I'll happily, like, talk to, to, like, people at work and stuff um, when, it, when it comes up in conversation. Um, and like I'll and I'll sort of you know like when you want to sort of explain like I try and play things that are interesting, but then he, that but then that's not even particularly difficult these days. Like mm-hmm. most people who don't play games think it's it's all literally Call of Duty, and not that there's anything wrong with Call of Duty. But you want to be like, no, there's like so much more to it than that now. Um, yeah. and but you want to be like, yeah, sort of get that across without coming across like a fucking snob. Um. So yeah, so I tend to just not bother all that much these days. Um, like I got qu- like questions about because I've got a hyperlight drifter hoodie, um, 
and obviously because of the way it looks, someone was like, "Oh, is that a game thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's and like, oh, what's what's the game?" And I was like, "Well, it's this game called Hyperlight Drifter, and yeah, you play as like this alien with a sword, and uh, but it's also about the fact that the guy who made it has like a terminal heart condition, and <laughs> and yeah, and it's it's nice to be able to sort of have those conversations now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, broadly speaking, I've I've got no interest in like trying to get people on board these days. I once tried to when I was." 16 or 17 um get a girl i fancied to play guitar man and she absolutely was not interested and that is how i realized that maybe i was barking up the wrong tree um <laughs> that didn't go anywhere then no no it did not and thank god um because you know if you're not into guitar man what's the fucking point yeah exactly yeah uh, that, that, that's a good thing to test 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 it is good litmus test yeah yeah. I mean, I certainly did. I, I mean, in terms of like colleagues, I mean, like, there's there's a bunch of us in the office who play games, so mm-hmm. that's easy to talk about games and stuff. But uh, in terms of partners, I mean, that's much easier with with things like Rock Band and Guitar Hero and mm. and dare I say Connect were around. I mean, like mm-hmm. yeah, you and I played a bunch of uh, Dance Central and Connect, and obviously Rock Band was out most weekends, so that was easy for you know non non game appeal to sort of get you know get heads around and and and, and play all together. But you know these days, I. I I don't. I mean, uh, when Jill's like, "Hey, so we'll get," you know, if uh, I say I've got a new game or got to play this for the pods, and she asks me what it's about, I mean, uh, sometimes I don't have the, have the energy to properly describe it. I'm like, "Look, you don't care. Yeah. It's not gonna sound good." <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Like sometimes, yeah, yeah, you can be talking about a game like The Outer Wilds is one, um, where it's really t- like certainly conversationally, it's so hard to get across quite how magical and terrifying it is. Because you're describing it, it's like, oh yeah, so you know, you get like you get in this ship and you fly around and you go to these weird planets and stuff happens and you're like, no, it's just to get across to someone who doesn't play games about how uniquely sort of tactile it feels and how, yeah. like, I <laughs> the best description I heard of the Outer Wilds was a friend said to me, he said it's like it's the most VR non VR game he's ever played, and I was yeah, like, it does yeah, feel like, like that. in that, yeah, just in that sense of inhabiting. A character and feeling like you are somewhere else um it's incredible what it what that game achieves but try explaining that to someone who doesn't really play games like sean can you please finish that game i will i promise <laughs> i will Out of all this the is, games, see, again, right? this is why i need to get rid of fire emblem. i know what i think about fire emblem now i don't need to keep playing it yeah, you know, i don't know that's a very cynical it, way of looking at it like i should just do. I should just keep playing Fire Emblem until I stop enjoying it. But unfortunately, we've got a show to do. So <laughs> have, yeah. I do- <laughs> No, I, I, I will go back to the uh, Outer Wilds, I promise. Because I seem to remember you weren't that far from, I don't know, you feel like you played- I was like 10 hours in or something. So yeah. what, about yeah. like a third, no, half, halfway, third of the way? I think it depends. Like yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think James tricked how long to be, and that was like 15 hours. But I mean, I okay. was much, yeah. I was close yeah. to 25. But I, 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 yeah, because I'd heard like people doing sort of 25, 30 if they, they yeah. really wanted to. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But no, please, I will promise. Please try and play that. I will. I will. I will. It's a stunner. Yeah. James, next email. Okay. Uh, Deadbeat Punker said, uh, Good evening, fine pod men. I've been st- uh, struck by some melancholic weather today. Autumn is teasing the already feeble summer into submission. This has naturally evoked the thoughts of heartbreak, both past and possibly future. Hang on a minute. When did he send this? Because we've just had a fucking heat wave. Yes. It's, no, he uh, sent this today. Was this, was this yeah. the, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> My mind harkens back to the simpler times when a less cynical Deadbeat Punk was full of wonder and excitement. You see, he was reading a Nintendo magazine in 1995. Superplay, if memory serves me well. 
There was a feature about a Super Mario RPG from the talented staff at Square. An RPG with excellent graphics using the Super FX uh, chip to deliver an experience unlike anything else on the system. All of this and included the Mario characters that I've grown to love. This went straight to the top of my Christmas list, as it was due to be released before the holidays. The only thing on my Christmas list that year. Well, as you are probably aware, the UK was never to get this game on the Super Nintendo. Little Deadbeat Punk had been let down by Santa and tasted his first video game related heartbreak. This would strike in many different forms over the years. Harvest Moon 64, never making it over here. Banjo 3, not existing. Dreamcast Deaths, Gift, uh, Gift, is it, is that Gift Spear? Gift Spear, yeah. yeah. Never being translated. Mega Man Legends 3, cancelled. Fallout 4, existing. (laughs) Wolf Among Us 2, part 2, being axed. Um, I see the Outer Worlds in the distance. I pray it doesn't hurt me too. What are your most heartbreaking gaming moments? Apologies for the lengthy email. Bottling up your emotions causes impotence. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I read that. Uh, keep up the excellent work, you robust stereotypes of enticement. And that's it. Um, oh, what, in terms of really looking forward to something and then it being shite or just yeah. never coming out here? Um I mean, I mean never coming out of here, that doesn't happen as much as... It's pretty rare know, these days, it, it isn't used it? used to. It was, I mean, yeah, being a long-time fan of Monster Hunter, it was, you know, every time a new one got announced, it was like a roll of the dice as to whether or not it would come out over here. Um, so that was always a bit frustrating. Um, I mean, yeah, going back to Hyperlight Drifter, yeah, I, like, when I first actually got to play that, I was absolutely gutted because it was just, like, a bit unintuitive and way too difficult. Um, fortunately on that occasion the rest of the internet agreed with me and they did add an easy mode which months later um ended up you know ended up being one of my favorite games of all time but yeah initially because that game um like so i I'd, I'd backed it on kickstarter like you know day one um and i was so excited about it like every trailer that came out I must have watched about 10 times over um like could not fucking wait for it and then they announced that it was actually going to be released on my birthday so I was like, that's it. That's fucking it. This is this well, is it. This is my birthday present from the universe. Cannot fucking wait. And then just, yeah, just like, oh, no, I don't like this. This is <laughs> um, That was a horrible feeling. Um, but, I mean, other than that, I don't know. I can't, nothing really sticks out. What about you guys? The thing that sticks out for me is Half-Life on Dreamcast. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because basically, because, because I actually got to play that uh, um, with, well, me and Matt Morley. Uh, you, you remember that? <laughs> Matt Morley and Matt Morley. Because uh, that suits. was a... <laughs> that we are wearing suits yeah definitely that is an ECTS one year the European yeah. Computer Trade Show and uh, we actually like met like Randy Pitchford was demo because I think Gearbox were what? doing a port oh okay yeah yeah, yeah Gearbox yeah. were doing a port and um, and uh, Matt famous well not famous Matt embarrassed us because he offered uh, Randy Pitchford a polo mint um, nice but, but, but we got to did play he, his port wait 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 did he accept um, I can't remember that part of the story sadly okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to assume the answers probably no. All I remember is that he offered and it felt embarrassing, so I'm going to assume the answers no. But okay. obviously we got to play it at this like, tiny little booth because uh, I think at the time obviously it was coming out and then it just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think about a lot of that a lot, actually. I mean, you can still play the game, though. It's not like you lost anything. Would you really want to Dreamcast. play it with the Dreamcast controller with only one analog stick? I wanted to play with the fishing rod controller. And, okay, um, fair enough. And it never happened. So yeah, that's when I think about games being cancelled. That's always my first, my first, the first thing that comes to my mind, mostly because of the Polo Mint, I guess. But um, yeah, and the fact we got to play it, but it didn't actually come out. So that that feels like such a rarity these days. How about you, James? 
Um, I was always sad that the Virtual Boy never came out over here. I know that I shouldn't have been because it wasn't great. I was going to say. But it's still, you know, a bit of history, isn't it? I was kind of... Well, when when was that released or when was it out? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was, it must have been, was it early 90s? Like mid, mid-90s, around that time? Because I obviously remember it being a thing and like, oh, yeah, you got headaches, but I, I don't know, like I never, I was never like, oh, it's not coming out over here. Then it was just a, like a, this mythical thing that was in another land and I don't know, mm. it was never, it was never like, okay, this might actually be coming out over here. It was just like a thing. Mm. From another I think, yeah, because it, it always felt like a bit of a punt, even when you, like, when you yeah, first yeah. read about it, you're like, is this, this isn't really Nintendo's new console, is it? This is just Yeah, a yeah bit this of can't a, possibly be. It's like a bit of a sideshow, yeah. So I wonder how much they were intending it to be, like from the beginning, mm. like, and then obviously it became very clear very quickly it wasn't going to be. And now it's mm. been like relegated to the status of being a toy, hasn't it? They've said, like, it's not like a real console or whatever I heard. They just said it's yeah, it's a it's a toy. We like experiment, whatever. It wasn't. Like, a I thing. wonder if they'll um, do that with Wii U in like five or ten years time. <laughs> yeah, but that was just a just a toy, wasn't it? It wasn't even a console yeah, was, in a way. Just trying things out, it's an experiment, just testing. Yeah. Okay. Next one is yeah. from Ethan Younger Banks. He says, "Hi, first time writing in. Been listening since February. Loving the pod. You got the balance of news, opinions, and humour spot on. I look forward to every new episode. Got Thank a basket." You. Yeah, got a basket full of merch waiting for payday. Hope it doesn't sell out by then. It's all made to order, mate. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not ready. <laughs> the first TCGS stream I watched was part of Matt's Night in the Woods playthrough, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and it convinced me to buy the game and play it for myself, rather than so- spoiling it myself. Johnny he said soiling it myself. Uh, myself on the Either rest way. of it. Now, given the allegations against Alec, is it Holowak? Halauka. Oh. Halalka, yeah. emerging this morning. I'm unsure if I'll continue my playthrough. The reasonable, I think, part of me is saying get a grip. It's just a game and you're already bought it anyway. But I'm curious as to where you traps stand on this sort of thing. Should we separate the art from the artist in all circumstances or where is this line drawn for you? Uh, wishing all the best, Ethan. Um, so obviously this has been pretty horrible. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty yeah. horrible day on social yeah, media. So, um, so basically, for those who haven't seen, um, so Zoe Quinn... Um, basically tweeted a sort of a, a well, it's basically a series, like a series of sort of images on Twitter, but basically just explaining that, um, yeah. So she basically uh, suffered some pretty horrible treatment um, by Alec Halauka, who worked on Night in the Woods and Aquaria and a bunch of other things. He's like a revered figure in you know indie game circles, and it turns out he is a kind of a shithead um, towards women and this is like a known but unspoken thing but now that you know Zoe's broke the silence like loads of people have either come out uh, have either come out um, either about him or um, other situations um, that they've been through as again as a result of like much loved uh, male figures in the games industry using that um, you know the, the, the fact that people respect them and look up to them as basically a cover um, and using that to shield them against you know um any you know sort of you know basically allowing them to treat women this way and get away with it because people yeah. they know people will protect them um and it's absolutely horrible um yeah. in terms of the actual question um separating the art from the artist certainly it's i find it really hard um yeah i really I, struggle with this a lot yeah um cert like in the i mean maybe i'm biased because i you know i played night in the woods and i absolutely loved it um I don't know, Matt, you, you were fond of yeah, it as well. Um, like, you know, because obviously I, you know, see this and I sort of think, ah, yeah, but there's, there was nothing about that game. Like, I don't feel that Alec 
Alex's behavior or his attitudes or whatever permeated that game, right? But no. But I but there is now an incredibly bitter taste in my mouth thinking about the game and the fact that I I have supported him by buying it and really enjoying it and talking about it on the show and and you know and obviously there's the angle of like well he's not the only person who worked on it there's other people and maybe they're maybe they're really gutted about finding out about these allegations about you know his behavior and stuff but then again you know there, there seems to be this overwhelming thing of like well actually most people fucking knew about it and just were choosing not to say anything so is it, but then we'll you know we'll never know if they're you know the people he worked with are sort of also potentially culpable in in whatever way so I mean, it, it is not, a complete yeah. minefield and i i kind of although yeah so i i struggle to separate the two personally i don't think i begrudge people who can unless it's like quite obvious that like someone's views so, you know like um kingdom come deliverance for example um that game, you know, received criticism because there weren't any people of color in it, um, and you know, the one of the guy, the sort of head uh, guy making it was basically rather than just being like, "Ah, that's a good point. I am really sorry. Maybe this is something we should look at." Um, just started bleating on about how actually it's completely historically accurate, um, and you know, started you know crying about social justice warriors and stuff. And it's like, okay, so you know, like like Witcher Three, I don't think. It has like either very few or possibly no people of color in it whatsoever, but it's like you can you can read that as like a very bad but perhaps genuine oversight, right? Whereas when the developer actually comes out and is like, "Oh, I openly don't give a fuck about this. Leave me alone. And let me make my game with no people of color in it." That's way worse. And you're like, okay, so that that. <laughs> a decision has been made about the content of your game that is based on your shitty views. And that makes it way worse. And that, and that is why I, I, I can't separate the two, certainly in that case. But people tell me it's a really good game and I can't like, <laughs> I can't say, no, it isn't. I can just say, look, well, these are the reasons I'm not going to play it. I'm glad you found a way to enjoy it. I personally can't. Like, I'm not going to have a go at people for being able to overlook this stuff, I don't think. I think, um, I mean, I yeah. think, if it's, I mean, stuff that's in retrospect, like we've all enjoyed Night in the Woods, and it's difficult yeah. to now say, you know, whether you yeah, so buy retroactively that now. be like, oh, well, that yeah. never happened. Yeah, yeah. But certainly, it would make me less likely to want to buy it or play it if if I mm. knew that. I mean, like we just had yeah. that story earlier on with um, what was it, Iron Fury? Yeah, and it's like that's a game that now I've no interest in playing that now after all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just. Yeah. It does. It does impact you, I think, on uh, mm-hmm. because it's because everything is so close, and there are. I mean, we've discussed this like at length, like in a couple of episodes ago, with the you know the whole thing with was it with Outer Outer Worlds? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this the whole thing about how you know the connection that people have between what they're creating and like their beliefs or their value systems or whatever they've done, mm. and there is like there is a connection there between those two things. So it does make it more difficult, I think, to engage with stuff sometimes if you don't feel very connected with that person because of whatever yeah. they've done or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it is difficult. Yeah, yeah, totally. Next? Yeah, go on then. Okay. It's, Matt, have you put loads of emails in this on purpose just to annoy me? Oh, no, we just, just... we just got loads. I think everyone wants you to redeem yourself in the eyes of the community, James. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, you've been mugging them off for too long, James. No, fortunately. I've like, had anything to say email-wise for a long time, so... I was going to say, fortunately, they're all good, so it's it's fine. 
Um, so this is Lee in New Zealand. Well, 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 well you're lucky, listeners. Thank, thankfully, you've all stepped up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very really good. Deleted. Yeah. Uh, this is a massive, massive first world problem, but do any of you sometimes feel overwhelmed by the fact that there are just too many amazing games to play and not enough hours in the day to play them? Like yes. Matt, I jumped at the chance of a two-year Game Pass Ultimate for a quid, but my backlog of unfinished games is already a joke, and with this on top, chucking two or three AAA games at me every month, I end up feeling anxious and depressed when the latest 8, 9, 10, or 10 out of 10 banger arrives in my download list. This week was the nail in the coffin, Devil May Cry 5 and Kingdom Come. Both games I very nearly bought for full price when they came out, suddenly available free, and I honestly don't, honestly don't know if I can be arsed with either of them while Fire Emblem remains on my plate. I remember spending 50 to 60 quid on a game as a teenager and dedicating my life to them for the next few months. You're truly on board with something when you've invested that much cash into it. When something is given to you for fuck all, it's hard to appreciate it in the same way. Game Pass is amazing value, but it's similar to the Spotify effect. Back in the 90s, I'd spend 13 quid on a CD album in HMV, take it home and play it on repeat for months, fully appreciating every track. Nowadays, when my favourite artist drops a release on Spotify, I'll listen to it a few times before moving on to the next thing. Sorry for the lengthy rant, but the point is, as much as we complain about the state of the modern games industry, we've never had it so good, and it's spoiling us. As three blokes who are under pressure to play the latest games and have opinions on them every week, it would be cool to get your perspective. Uh, thanks for having me, Natural, and that's from Lee in New Zealand. Can't disagree. I mean, if you refer to the answer to the previous question, I'll give you a, give you an out on Kingdom Come if you really don't want to play that. <laughs> there's, there's a reason um, you can use to just bin that. Um, but yeah, I, I can't disagree with anything he said. Um, I mean, I, I've kind of, because I, I felt like this as well, and it is also one of the things that I think is maybe not great about Game Pass in the sense that it is, I, I wonder how much stuff is getting ignored um, because yeah. of that, if you sort of mean yeah, that, yeah. that does bother me, mm-hmm. even though it shouldn't bother me because as a consumer, you should be like really happy that you're getting all this stuff for really cheap or whatever, but I mm. do wonder how much it devalues things, you know, by doing this. Yeah. And but then I mean what I've come to terms with now with this is the is this sort of feeling of like I'm not even going to bother trying to f- play everything really you know I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick some things that I want to play and not feel bad if there's some things which I'm not going to get to maybe unless I mean, it turns out they're really good that is the only answer isn't it you've just yeah. got to let go there's um, no way you can yeah. you can keep on top of all of this it's impossible yeah yeah, yeah absolutely what do you think Matt. Uh, yeah, I fully agree. I mean, um, I, and I do worry about having so much, so many options of games. You're like, well, I'm not really appreciating any of this. And yeah, mm. I mean, I, I had, I used to have like lists of games I need to get finished and started this, and uh, you know, but I, but that that stressed me out way too much to say, okay, this is what I've started, what I want to get done. I mean, I do have like lists of like one or two games, but that's it now because I can't think about all the things that appear on Game Pass and I don't have PS Plus anymore but there's like PS Plus games there's games mm-hmm. of gold you know Discord games Epic Game Store games it's uh, Twitch, Twitch games it's, Twitch Prime it's Twitch Prime it's, it's bloody mad it's just, so yeah, endless I just really focus on like the big new releases and I mean if I get time then obviously Game Pass is there and I, I do really want to play Devil May Cry 5 that is on my list mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, thank God, sorry. like, at least this has come about at a point where, like, small games are as likely to, you know, be on that that list of, like, oh, fuck, this is essential. Like, you know, like if, if a system like this had existed sort of 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it would just be all the big budget stuff and indie stuff would barely get a look in. So at least... 
like yeah you're having all these games chucked at you but there is a, a genuinely interesting and varied selection there it's not like yeah you're subscribing really and you just get in the blockbuster shit you know mm-hmm. um so that's good but um i don't know because it's not like you know like with spotify they sort of justify it as like you know artists are getting essentially fuck all out of it but it's it's like an incredible marketing tool. It's allowing bands to like tour in countries that they never, yeah, you know, would have would have would have otherwise had a fan base. I don't really like. I don't think there's a similar route for games to take with that, other than I don't know, like merch. I guess like, <laughs> but I don't think there's a huge amount of money in that really. Um, so yeah, yeah there's, there's no sort of analog yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, so that, like that's going to be a problem. I think what is going to be really interesting is when the next Xbox console comes out. And probably wins if if Sony carry on the way they are. Um, like the, the arse is just going to fall out of Game Pass completely because they're going to be like, right, we've got everyone on board now. We can't keep spending an absolute fortune on securing those brilliant exclusives. Yeah. Um, but then is that just going to leave us all like, oh, well, this is shit now because we're used to getting brilliant games every month for a pound. Well, like, are we just going to be so spoiled that we're just like not even going to know what to do with ourselves when that eventually ends? You know. I mean, unless maybe it's going to become like how streaming services were. I mean, less so now, but maybe a couple of years ago where it's like most of the stuff on like video streaming services was like kind of mediocre. Like there was a lot Mm -hmm. of just like mediocre stuff on there. And then the real stuff that people really want, I'm talking like film here, you still had to buy that, you know, because there's no way they're going to put like, I don't know, well, Disney will, but, you know, put Star Wars or whatever on on, like a streaming (laughs) service, you know, because it's, you can make so much more back, you know, by selling it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Mm. But that's why I think like the Amazon Prime model is like the best thing for these sorts of subscription services. I mean, I mean, obviously, Game Pass is great because you can play hardly anything and you have loads of games. But in terms of sort of a combination of the two, so you have the you have a monthly sub with a li- never growing library of games, but also you can buy games as well. Like yeah. the the biggest, I, I think I think that's probably where these sort of things would go. But obviously, Microsoft have done this because they needed to. They made, need to do some major changes to try and catch up with Sony. So now they've sort of promised every first party game is now on Game Pass. It's like it, it we ha- it is true we've never had it this good. If you're somebody who's not desperately like, bothered about every single new release and play, haven't played the latest Grace every single week, you could buy an Xbox One S and Game Pass, and you'll be covered with yeah. so many good games for so long. Mm. That's all you need now. It's, do you it's think bonkers. we'll we'll get to a point where like? Because, you know, like, you know, in terms of music, pretty much, as far as I'm aware, everyone either streams it or if you really want to, you can buy, like, the CD or the vinyl or whatever because it's a nice thing to own. I don't know anyone who buys songs to download anymore. No, I don't think anyone does that. Yeah, so do you think games will go the same way? It's like, look, you either get it on, like, a subscription service and, you you know, you can download it, but you still... but or, Or you get, like, a cool special edition in a nice box. I don't think so, because the big difference is that the thing with music is that it's available, like, okay, in general, most mm. music is available on all platforms, like, mostly, yeah. you know, whereas with games, there still is that whole, like, looking for exclusive stuff, which, you know, yeah, to like, differentiate platforms, and I don't think, yeah, I think that's maybe what will differentiate this. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, Barney yeah. Sparkles. He says, a bit random, but I remember a while ago on the show, one of you had all had a guess at what the new Animal Crossing will be called. Does anyone remember what everyone guessed? Part of me thinks James panicked and guessed Animal Crossing Horizons, what, which would be mental. 
So um, I was thrilled when I saw this because the truth is far it's much worse. worse. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, James, do you want to tell everyone what you guessed? <laughs> <laughs> so this was this. Okay, I did panic when this happened. Did. I didn't know the you question did. was coming, and I didn't know what to say. So I suddenly thought to myself, maybe it would involve the sea, and so I said, <laughs> "Animal Crossing takes to the ocean." <laughs> I don't know if you saw uh, Chris Band's Twitter name for a while was Chris Band takes to the ocean after yeah, that. For yeah, a good, and I think a good it was it's still his Discord name. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. Oh sorry, maybe it was just his Discord name. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that, that didn't happen. It's mm. uh, understandably because it is a terrible name. But what did you guys come up with? I can't remember. I don't, I I have no idea. Can't remember. Yeah, I mean, whatever he said, it was overshadowed by takes to the ocean. Yes. So I think at that point we just instantly forgot. <laughs> Yeah, I think everyone's just too busy just laughing about that. So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. What we've got on the tweets, Matt? Yeah, let's get on with it. Uh, if you want to tweet us, it's at ComputerGamePod on Twitter. Uh, Gary Dutton has done that. Ahead of Sean's FIFA stream, how many of the following rules does he understand in increasing difficulty? Uh, scoring a goal, throw-ins, corners, goal kicks, handball, what is a legal tackle and what is a foul? The rules are a free kick and offside. Uh, so... Scoring a goal. Them ring a bell. Is scoring a goal is when someone kicks a ball into the goal and it goes into the goal past the line where the goal is, and then they yeah. score a point. But or, obviously, um, every millimeter of that ball has to be over the line. Oh, is that the okay? Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> throw-ins is that when the ball goes off the pitch at the sides, and then someone gets the. <laughs> Are you Matt, serious? Matt, this is only going to get worse. This is only going to get worse. So strap in. Um, <laughs> no, I, yeah, because I thought it was... Was it a throw-in if the ball goes off the pitch at the sides, but then if it's at either end, it's a it's a corner? What? Yeah. <laughs> I can't work out if you're joking or not. Man, no. This, this I've told you, this is what it's going to be like on the stream. <laughs> this just... is... I, I know nothing about football. It is it um, is so bonkers when someone has no knowledge or interest in football. I'm yeah, always like, what? So, right, so what I assume all that's wrong. School? I mean, don't correct me. It's fine. No, um, no. Goal kicks. That's not just when the goalie grabs the ball and then boots the ball back, right? There's another reason that a goal kick can take place, but I can't there, remember There are other reasons, yeah. You'll find okay, out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, handball uh, is obviously when someone just touches the ball with their hand. Um I'm surprised that's so far down the list. You said it in, in, in increasing difficulty. Surely that should be like next to scoring well, a goal near the start. Uh, what is a legal tackle and what is a foul? No idea. Absolutely no idea. Just whether it looks a bit sore, uh, <laughs> I imagine. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's FA, I think it's FA rules. Yeah. Uh, rules for free kick. Uh, again, no idea. Is that just like when you've been fouled and you get to like, everyone's like, right, stop, right, you have a kick because you just got your shins battered. Yeah, Maybe. Uh, oh, offside. Do you know, I used to know what offside was, and I've completely forgotten. It's something, isn't it? Something like when one team's got possession, if they've like made made it certain way across the pitch, they then can't go back. No, I'm thinking of basketball, aren't I? Oh, no, I've no idea. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Nine p.m. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash the computer game show. <laughs> you see, that's the funny thing, though, because like to play FIFA, though, Sean, you won't yeah. have to know any of these rules. It's really? completely okay. irrelevant. Yeah. It's because it does it all for you. You don't need to know any of this stuff. <laughs> it's um, it's fine. Okay. What I'm most interested in seeing, because um, it's someone playing a football game who doesn't know how football works. Like, isn't wasn't there this band called the Shags? Oh yeah. And yeah. they, 
I, I mean, when I heard about the story, I thought that that feels like abuse. But the story is with them that they didn't listen to music at all, and then they were like, then they were banned and they made an album. Is that? Do you know? Yeah, basically, yeah, they yeah they weren't allowed to listen to any music ever, and then they just like, there you go, here's some instruments. So yeah, so basically saying I'm going to be the the football equivalent of the Shags. Yeah, basically. Can't and, wait. Yeah, it's going to be Cannot fascinating wait. to see the sort of tactics, how how it's all going to work. <laughs> no, well, maybe this is it. Know. Maybe you know, because I've got the, the the beginner's mind. I'll I'll be coming up with all sorts of shit that yeah. you know, I'm going to revolutionise the game, just mate. Unorthodox, just genius. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to see renegade the, football, mate. The, the greatest footballing mind this this country's <laughs> ever seen. I'm not I'm not bogged down with conventional wisdom, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we should get you in a FIFA tournament, really, after this. <laughs> yeah, just do it now. I'm, I'm fine. So, no one can second-guess your movements because they're yeah, just exactly. so out of place. Yeah. Uh, Athena Allen, Astral Chain is out this week. Have you all finished Near Automata yet? Yeah, ages ago. All I knew. New. Well, I mean, not all the, the bullshit ones. I mean, A to E, the, the proper ones. If you really good, that, James. Really I've good. not played it, no. It's another one of those ones Man. that I always think, that looks good, I'd probably like that, but yeah, I've never played it. <laughs> I mean, realistically, obviously, you never will at this point, but yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at uh, TCGS fans, at TCGS fans on Twitter, Death Stranding, Last of Us 2, you got to pick one to keep, and the other one never gets released. Well, that's easy. Yeah, it sadly is, isn't it? <laughs> it's Death Stranding. Is it? Go on. Um, no, 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 it's Last of Us 2, obviously. Okay. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> well, no, so I know, like, I know, Matt, you're really excited about Death yeah, Stranding. Yeah, so I mean, I was fascinated and interested. I am uh, uh, in Death Stranding. It's it's last us two all day long, unfortunately. I mean, not that, unfortunately. It's just just the way it is. Is yeah. that not a bit yeah. harsh on on uh, Hideo Kojima though? He's already had one game cancelled. I'm afraid he's going to have to have one again. I mean, no, if fine. you go against no, Last of Us, what what can you do? I mean, just to be awkward, I'll say Death Stranding because so far I haven't seen someone get their arm broken with a hammer in that yet. So yeah. prefer that one. Yeah. I guess there's that, but there's no wrong with a bit of that, is there? Um, Tom Tom at Rakaku Police. What's your favourite James Farley catchphrase? Have I got um, catchphrases? Or yeah, you got a few. My favourite is when <laughs> when there was something you were excited about, and then you turned out to not like it, and then and if I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, how is it? And you, <laughs> I, I haven't done it for a bit, but you'd always go, uh, it's not so good. <laughs> <laughs> Not so good. I don't know why. That's just that's a favourite of mine. Yeah, I mean, I in the beginning, that, but... you haven't actually said it in the beginning once this week. Last week, no, you, you said it earlier, and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, he's going to go yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say something, but I thought, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm bigger than that. that. <laughs> I'd love it if you'd done like a proper sort of traumatised overreaction. Ah, oh, you said it now. <laughs> don't just, just fuck off. You should have gone in the beginning. No, I thought I'm bigger than that. I'm not doing that. That's it's fine. You know, I'm going to feel bad next time you say it and I'm yeah. going to want to take the piss. Um, Chris O'Regan, at Chris O'Regan on Twitter. Please do not, de- de- please do not delete this, James Farley. I mean, that's nasty. <laughs> I, 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 it is I half past it. 11 nearly. I protected I mean, it. It's okay. Now that the current generation is drawing to a close, what aspect of it are you most thankful for and conversely, which element of it can go do one? Um, I mean, it, I mean it, the- when you say generation, I'm always like, okay, so what's actually coming in this generation? I think like streaming, because that wasn't on. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So streaming is definitely one I'm most thankful for. That's really like kicked up, you know, yeah. kicked up a gear. And I'm also, I suppose, and I suppose more broadly, the the ease with which you can share things you've done in games with other people, like yeah, definitely. That's, that's, that's so that's, good. Yeah. Um, um, obviously, there's the sort of 
normalization stroke in- integration of indie stuff and digital distribution it's like mm-hmm. i mean i know the previous consoles did that but it's it's only improved um since um i think well yeah i think previous con- like generations like indies were still very much like sidelined um whereas now it, it's just it's normal in it i mean fine. even the term has been outdated about well, exactly yeah. And, yeah 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 you know there's like double a and triple a because yes like no man's sky is is arguing an indie game i mean mm-hmm. but, but yeah no regardless yeah yeah what aspect of it are we most like what what do we hate the most i mean it's the usual you know, culprits isn't there you know like the but, loot crates and all that kind of stuff but that seems to be dying down a bit now yeah i think we are actually getting some control over that now which is nice um I mean some elements of streaming um <laughs> uh pretty awful um for me I guess the worst thing is like massive massive download sizes it's not a massive issue really because I got fast internet and and no data cap so it's fine but it's like yeah. you know it, it's it's more the fact is okay I haven't got that much time to play if I'm going to play a game tonight, I better turn my Xbox on now. Yeah. So when in two hours time I actually can play a game, it would have downloaded the, the I would have updates, you know, downloaded the updates and stuff. It's like nothing worse than like, oh, I've got free evening, but now I'll turn the PlayStation on. Oh, that's got an update, or the game I want to play is getting an update. And like, um, I think with Xbox, it's generally quite good in terms of it picking up updates for any of one of your games. But with PS4, I could go to my library, press a game, and suddenly it's like, here's the update. It's like, no, fucking hell, why do you do it in the background? It, There's fucking updates on Xbox every five seconds. They're, they're like, <laughs> updating it all the time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, no, but with, with Xbox, I, I found that at least when I turn Xbox on, it, it gets all those updates and downloads them. Whereas on PS4, I have to actually start the game, and then it finds the update. And it's like, as soon as you start a game, it's like, okay, download. For, I was like, oh, well, why do you do that before? Anyway. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. considering the... PS4 is, you know, supposedly has this also download option. I frequently find it doesn't seem to have behaved itself. No. So, um, yes, yeah, so yeah, I'll okay. say like massive, massive updates. I mean, I, I, the whole like, day one thing doesn't bother me. Your day one update doesn't bother me too much. Although that's obviously it's not like it was when you just like put a disc in and play it. It's more like I've got some free time and then oh no, I can't. And then, okay, I'll play Destiny. No, I can't. There's a, there's a massive update. Okay, I won't play Destiny like I wanted to tonight. <laughs> I'll play this game. No, that's got a massive update. Oh, you know what? Yeah. For fuck's sake, I'll just watch Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what's that's, that's, that's a familiar tale. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's changed? like the. I understand, you know, games are huge and detailed and, and bigger and better than ever. But yeah, they, they do feel like they have outpaced our broadband connections somewhat mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah. And yeah. I wonder if that's only going to get worse. I mean. Probably. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got State, Stadia's going to fix it all. Don't worry. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have to worry about it anymore. Because uh, I know of like iPhone updates. I can't remember what Apple called it, but basically they they have gave a name whereby it wouldn't re-download the whole thing. It would just download the update. What's and different? Then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that doesn't seem to be happening for you know for 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 Rick for console games at least. I do wonder yeah. if there's going to be more of a push towards like at some point. Um, like, because you know, at the moment we sort of have this attitude that it's like it's just data. It doesn't like the physical. There's no physical heft to it. It's just numbers. Like, <laughs> but like, is there going to come a point where the networks are so strained that actually there is a an impetus to like actually keep download sizes down again? Like, not just for convenience reasons, but actually because the internet can't cope anymore. Well, there yeah. I mean? there's not infrastructure investment, which is the big yeah. problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've never actually looked at what my sort of monthly data usage is on on like my, my internet. Maybe I could, that, like, like, that, like when you have downloads like, and updates, it's it's insane. It must be. 
Because the whole, you know, the net neutrality thing um, and America... Did America, like, actually bin it off in the end? I can't no, remember. no, no, it's, it's fully in. That's, okay, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's happening. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're trying to get rid of it because, I mean, uh, you know, largely profiteering and stuff, but, like, weren't, like, most ISPs, like, just absolutely shitting it when Netflix became a big deal because they're like, oh, no, this is, like, way more bandwidth than anyone has ever used before, apart from gamers. But, you know, we're, we're a relatively small niche um, yeah yeah and yeah. I, I think that's why they were then able to sell like a, a video streaming package and you pay more money because yeah. this gets you on the best channel for the best downloading yeah, speeds yep. and so on yep, and so yep, forth yep. And yeah yeah right. okay that's it tweets no I that's d- it there, tweets, was, so there was less, one less I don't need to answer the tweet but I just wanted to mention uh, so Bantu Braystar sent us a question about Cliffy B um, and just because you know every so often we'll get a tweet about you know asking us to recommend podcasts um the latest episode of darknet diaries which is a podcast about like internet security and stuff it's really interesting they've done well it's, it's going to be a two-part but they've put the first episode up of um basically yeah, a two-part about how the xbox 360 got hacked yeah um, someone recommended this to me actually i haven't oh, even man, heard of the show before. so good it's it's absolutely stunning like definitely listen oh, to cool. it the reason i wanted to mention it is a just because just to recommend it but also b there is a bit where, long story short, a kid gets access to Cliffy B's computer in Epic, in the Epic offices, and there is a oh, USB wow. stick in it, which contains two things, a folder called Beach Picks, which he says he will not describe the contents of, Whoa. and B, a folder called Lambo Tunes, <laughs> <laughs> which is the best thing I've ever heard. So, so, yeah, that's sorry, it. That's all what's say. that called? What did you say? Lambo Tunes? Lambo Tunes. You know, he's a big Lambo Lamborghini tunes. guy. And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah just wanted to mention that oh my god mm. lovely stuff this has been a long old podcast and I didn't even notice so I hope it hasn't felt like a slog for everyone listening either yeah I, I don't actually know how that's even happened really but that's bizarre, uh, here we it? are let's yeah. get on to the streaming stuff so um, mm. tonight is Wednesday or tonight today is Wednesday for listeners on the day it comes out and tonight streaming is Sean Bell is doing Sean Bell The Journey tonight at 9pm on Twitch, please yes, watch. Mate. It's going to be a banger. It's going to be um, some sort of event for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and knows? if you really want to get in a mood, go to the computergameshow.com slash the journey. You can download your very own special Sean Bell edition cover <laughs> for FIFA. I'm looking forward uh, to the debrief the week after. It's going to be fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was assuming you're all going to be berating me in the chat, to be honest. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, that's definitely yeah. going to happen, but you know, okay. there's still going to be... Uh, yeah, There'll yeah. be a week to reflect as well on it. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a So that is tonight, Wednesday night, 9pm, Sean Bell, The Journey. Get involved, yeah. please watch it. Friday night, James is back for streaming Until Dawn. That's Friday night for 9. You're still loving that game, aren't you, James? Yep. You said earlier yeah, one of the best games yeah. of all time. Uh, that's Friday night for 9pm. Sunday night, um, I am streaming Alex Kidd in America World with James there for support. That's Sunday night from half past eight. Uh, I'm going to try and get that done, but, but but we'll see. I think I can probably do it. Anyway. Uh, Twitch Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, and many of you do, you have Twitch Prime, and with that, you get one free sub every month, and we'd really appreciate it if you went over to our channel in the app or on the desktop uh, and, and gave us a free sub. And if you've done it in the past, these things don't auto renew, so we'd really appreciate it if you went back over and, and, and gave us a sub. And if you sub when one of us is streaming, you'll get a cheeky little shout-out. Uh, unless James can't be bothered, but um, Sean will definitely do it. If it happens, if that happens, I'll okay, yeah, you've got no save uh, it for mine or Sean's streams because there's shout outs galore. Yeah, telling. I mean you've got an Elgato now, James. You can you can do the proper setup True. and everything. I haven't bothered yeah, setting it up. It's a sword. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon money um, well spent. 
Yeah, very much so. Um, we're also on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash TCGS if you want to get access to like, exclusive podcasts and other video stuff we do early. Um, and we've got a store, of course. We launched that last week. Uh, plenty of you have been buying t-shirts. The stuff's been awesome to see. And the mugs look amazing. The t-shirts look fantastic. So thank you ever so much, Evan, for buying some stuff on there. Go to thecomputergameshow.com slash store for stuff we've got on there. Um uh, to go to com for the rest of the stuff but Star Calls so there wasn't an episode this week next week we're doing a round table which is actually the final Star Calls uh, so we need your questions so email starcalls at thecomputergameshow.com with any question related to Star Wars uh, for all the movies and stuff that Dave's seen and all the stuff that James has said and yeah so it's the last last Star Calls um, where myself and Sean are joining uh, David and James for the round table so get your questions sent in for that and that is it for the end bit that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, we, we've got a busy fucking couple of weeks, haven't we? So we've got to do yeah, Star Calls. Life is strange. Life is strange is out. Coming. We've got to do yeah the bonus uh, bonus Patreon stuff. I realised that I need to do Bell's Kitchen on Saturday <laughs> because otherwise we're into next month and we will not have fulfilled a Patreon stretch goal. So um, yeah, that will be. Prob- like I mean, we'll tweet about it. So keep an eye on the Twitter account. Probably like seven ish on uh, seven pm on Saturday. Um, oh, lovely! Also, okay, yeah, but yeah, we'll yeah, keep an eye on Twitter and Instagram and all the rest of it. I'll, I'll post up what I'm going to be one making. Month you should what you should do it like if um, the day of the month like works out well, you should do mm. it. So it's like eleven pm on the thirty first <laughs> to like one am on the first. You've got That's two true. months nailed. Yeah, yeah, both be, like, midnight snacks and be right. midnight snacks uh, <laughs> recipes. <laughs> That'd be Love great. That. No, it, it, it's it's frustrating because I was like, no, I really want to stick to that Sunday evening slot because I thought I think everyone really liked that. I think it was like quite a pleasant bit of Sunday evening viewing, and it was quite yeah. cool that like so so like me doing my stream and then going pretty much straight into yours was like, look, you've got a whole fucking evening of entertainment bill. for free from us. Um, so that was really nice. But yeah, uh, this month I know it's like I mean probably most people will say don't be an idiot, just do it on Sunday. But I feel. Just yeah, being a bit. I anal mean, about you should it. just do it on Sunday. To be fair, do you reckon? Like, well, um, yes. yeah. If you're listening to this and you care, either way, give us a shout and and no, yeah, it, we'll it, figure it just out. do it on Sunday. It, it's okay. fine. <laughs> just, I feel like I, do... I feel like I've not delivered on a a Patreon thing. People are going to start pulling out, Matt. Oh, good point. Okay, well, yeah, okay, yeah. do it after straight after this podcasting. Okay, I'll tell you if you're not bothered. I'll do what's in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> Right. Oh my God. This has been a long old episode. I, I'm the... literally soaking wet with sweat. This is horrendous. <laughs> no, I honestly don't understand. I, I did not think it was this long. I, I like looked down in the last five minutes and I've no idea how this has happened. But, um, oh God. Imagine what's going to be like when actual properly, you know, proper games are coming out. I know. Yeah. You're ridiculous. God damn it. Um, brilliant. Thanks for listening. Much appreciated. Um, catch us on the streams or wherever. Um, buy a t shirt. Um. Uh, thanks to thanks to letting us be natural. Really. Um. Bye. 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 Sean Bell Journey Wednesday night nine. Watch it. Watch it. It's, it's gonna be good. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs>